0: Seth?
1: you. Seth! How do you
0: say? How do you say? <laughs> how
1: are you guys doing? Good, you? Wow. Right. Good. That that picture of Mike is, uh, sexy. Inspiring. Look at that guy. Looks like, I think the word you're looking for is sexy.
2: <sighs> no, the word you're looking for is laborer.
1: That is the oh. picture of a, of a man getting things done. The
2: word you're looking for. sexy and I know it. So how is everybody? Are we all good? Yeah, real good. Yeah, it's still, you know, yeah, stuff. you know, you know how it is. Oh, you know it's, you know the crack. We know the crack.
3: uh. uh,
2: uh. are you going to be okay with this, Seth? Are you going to be able to handle this? <laughs>
1: Every, anytime I come on, hearing hearing the sound effects live is, I was like, oh, that's right, it's always live, even when they're doing it. It's like, wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get used to it. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> the trouble, what you've got to understand is, because there was no like proper show last week. Like Duke will have been bottling all these. I have up been for bottling it up. Oh, God, I feel like we're podcasting with Duke now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even professional. Right. Professional. Yeah. Exactly. You know, slick. Yeah. Slick, slick,
0: slick. <laughs> and it reminds me of the time a while back when I was <laughs> trying to
4: come up. With
3: uh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like, I like that. that it's good. <laughs> yeah. You can use that for any of Stu's stories. <laughs> Ramblings. Yeah. Any sort of rambling, you can use that. <laughs> <laughs> story time.
2: Yeah. Exactly ready? I think so. Okay. Think so. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> since
0: we've been together will tell you About every single
4: game playing this week, news, reviews, and an indie pick, Stu's Storytime and Chili's Game Breakers, here comes Juke with the
2: soundbite savior, <laughs> you're gonna be better than this week, and yeah, I'll see you next time, Gamers,
4: Mr. Fatery Gamers,
2: Mr. Fatery Gamers, Mr. Fatery yeah boy, are you seriously talking about Switch video games, when they before you have to press repeat, y'all, Well, there are rocks. Thousands and thousands of rocks. Hello and welcome to episode two hundred and ninety nine of the Oof. Veteran Gamers Podcast.
0: Two ninety nine, we're feeling fine. We're all back in the place. I'm Duke.
3: I'm Stu. And I'm not happy about the fourth person in the room. This is ridiculous.
0: You
1: know, we've gone <laughs> the too
3: crowded.
1: What's this two ninety nine bullshit? <laughs> ah,
0: that sounds uh, like Seth McNey. <laughs>
1: how's it going guys hey
2: hello it's good
1: happy good. to be here yeah. very happy to be here
2: good to have you yeah we're always yeah. happy to have new people on so why is there seth here uh, because he wants right. to fight all of us yeah he does he does he you wants are
0: mean. <laughs> 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 honest opinions when you gave us those copies and that. that's
1: exactly what yeah. i wanted oh to wait
0: say. you didn't give us hundred dollars did you damn it Oh, that, that was the problem. I forgot
1: to give Stu a hundred dollars. Uh, I couldn't make. I couldn't figure <laughs> out the pounds. It was like, oh, what does that mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You see, others said I, I nice things so. then. And then Seth. quid? Is quid?
3: A whole new thing? Is it the same thing? Who a knows? quid. There you go. Also, also, Stu, Seth has met two
2: of three of us, but not, but not you. That's true. No, he's not met me. Not mm-hmm. met. That's because Chris MJW was really shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Really? You're <laughs> gonna blame this? Okay. Okay.
2: Hey, w, you know it what? is. It's. I didn't even know he was here. <laughs> You
1: did you? Everybody on this show oh, knows, and totally. anybody who's met Chris, he is one of the most delightful human beings you will ever meet in your life. And I even got to stay at his home and I and he is even he is even more delightful in person, which is just I'm embarrassing him with praises. But he really fucked that thing up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it is true. Look, here's, here's the thing, right? You are correct. Like Chris is a lovely bloke, but he is. he's he's also a bit of a scatterbrain He is <laughs> yes. yeah. It is' it's true it is true, Definitely. So, yeah so times what, what did
1: he do he he tweeted it out and he th- and I said like oh did, yeah. you, did you message Chinny because I knew you lived somewhere near there. I had like a sense that you were close by, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I tweeted him, and by yeah. saying he tweeted you, he just meant he tweeted it, and that that would mean that everybody saw it he didn't at, at
3: reply me, he just tweeted it. And expected me to wow. see that. And we, we
1: figure, I remember this because we figured it out. It was either on the way to the go-karts or at the go-karts. And I remember, Mike, you said, uh, You said, Chris, that's like throwing a bottle in the ocean and assuming that everyone is going to get the
3: message. I
0: must say, sure. and, way, Seth, flawless chinny right there. Wasn't that perfect? It was beautiful. It yeah, felt it like was, he was in that. the room. I thought, I was, and I thought be that be was fair. a
2: recorded clip that Duke had played. <laughs> I was gonna to say, to be fair, I, I am only an hour and a half from Birmingham as well, so I'm not that far away either. Yeah. yeah you could have yeah. you could have managed I could have well. come down. I could have come down. Well you should just go yeah. periodically <laughs> to wherever you think Seth might be. <laughs> might yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> that could be the answer. <laughs>
0: just
1: anywhere within an hour and a half radius. Yeah, it exactly.
0: Straight gold.
2: Yeah. 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 So there you go. Anyway. Yeah. Um Anywho. before we move seriously, on, before wait, we you, move on.
0: Seriously, why is he here? Why are you <laughs> here, Seth?
2: Yeah. <laughs> why are you yeah, here? I don't know, no, it's I'm fine. It's in
1: a Vikings game right now.
2: That's true. No, right. Before we move on, though, there's there's some stuff I need to get out of the way. Sorry,
0: audience members who wish to have an actual answer to that question, you're just gonna have to suck all balls. Is,
3: is this an episode of Lost? Because we're not answering any questions. 28! No, no,
2: <laughs> Look. Before we move on, right. Go ahead. I just, your- I just wanted to give a massive shout out to Chinny and all the work he's done this That's week.
0: That's right. I will second that shout out because Chinny has been doing awesome work this week, putting four hours of uh, people
2: talking online. That's right. Yeah. 12. And twelve. Yeah. No, it started as twelve but was whittled down to about four. Yeah. yeah. Which Jeff, four you know what,
0: ahead. at first when you said we're gonna you're gonna post stuff each day. And then had the little thing where y'all got together and talked. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to listen to all of this. I'll listen to like the start of each one maybe or whatever. But then I ended up just listening to the whole thing because I was like, it was like being there with you guys. It was yeah. awesome. For those who don't know, if any, if anybody's listening to the show for the first time this week, God help you. But uh, <laughs> these two were in uh, – gesturing to Chinny and Stu there. Uh, they were in uh, some other city for EGX, EuroCreamer, <laughs> if you will. <laughs>
2: That is true. It yeah. is true. You're doing all right. You're doing all right. Keep going.
0: They talked to a lot of people. They met a lot of the VG Hub crew, people who are hanging out, including uh, Chris MJW and some other
3: people, I think. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's, 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 okay, let's try and run down. There's uh, Chris MJW, Verbal Rob, Rob. Uh, there was Bongo, <laughs> yeah. Hardly Dan made an appearance, Filthy made an appearance, Rob. My Buzzy Mate. Uh, Lee Marsh made an appearance. Antonio made an appearance. Oh, no. um, Midlife gamer guys were there. Midlife yeah, gamers. Midlife gamer yeah, the, Kyle. Uh, Kyle was telling you Kyle.
2: How
0: Assassin's Creed was there. Uh, sorry, yeah, the woman who was talking about Assassin's Creed.
3: Yeah, she was there. She's a massive fan of the show. Yeah, um, listening right now. Yeah, yeah. Those guys who were talking like women.
2: Yes, that's true. Yes, yeah, they were guys who spoke like women. Yeah. That's awesome. It is true. Yes. Yeah, there was someone else, I'm just trying to think who else it was. You you carry on because I did a list when I was tweeting like thanks to everybody who said hello. So you carry uh, on. Gunslinger was on it as well and his mates were on there. Uh John Mouse also. Here's some people uh, Pizza Hut.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and Pizza, Pizza
2: Hut. <laughs> yeah, what was he called? What was he what was he called? Pete. Dave was it? Pete. Pete. Stu Stu's a stingy bastard, did not he? What a th-
0: what a shock. I never would have thought. True.
2: It's, it's not stingy. It's just It says you.
0: Go how much do you to, How long, Chini, How long you have to walk to get to the restaurant or drive It wasn't that far.
2: It, wasn't it was Well, it was in the middle of Birmingham. I'm trying to help you out here, man. We can make stew look. That I don't know. Be I know. don't, don't worry. I mean, there's, pl- there's plenty <laughs> of ammunition for. Whoa, this. whoa, whoa. Oh, Hold yeah. up a minute. Hold up one minute. Right? Yes. So, so. You're trying to make me look bad for saving people money. No,
0: I'm trying to make you look bad for saying every time you go anywhere, oh, I got a coupon for Pizza Hut, let's go. Oh, I know. It's last half month. price. Faster, wasn't it? It's half price, though, so See? why not? See? That's all you care about is half price. The soles <laughs> on the feet of your friends, the blisters, the calluses, the bunions,
2: the corn. Well, <laughs> what, for walking 400 meters? The open sores. <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> the train station. Uh, What's kind of... <laughs> the matter with you? <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: I don't know why <laughs> so, I, I don't know about you because I, I was there all day on Sunday as well, Stu. You and were you left you about were. one o'clock. I, I don't did. know about you. But by well, I, I remember coming home uh yeah. and almost feeling like I was dying uh by the end of it because I had this massive um headache at the back of my head. And I just felt rough, and I just immediately went to sleep. So I felt bad.
2: Look, here's, here's the thing: I I had a uh, an excuse for feeling rough that day. <laughs> it was nothing to do with EGX. Well, he was got
0: snockered at the party. <laughs>
2: quite possibly
0: well, the, that really that so chinny
3: i don't know why you end up feeling sick just was more walking than you usually do i, th- I think i think <laughs> it's just a, it's a combination of walking around and talking constantly right uh thinking about like recording the show and i also did a video which won't be released until next year according to my <laughs> schedule um and <laughs> <Shut> uh <up. laughs> to be and honest, just
0: and, you got the audio out so fast because that also took tri- work Drinking uh, tornado oh, drinks. That oh. sounded awesome when you guys... Oh, yeah. was- oh.
3: uh, on the video, you get to see what they look like. Um, Wait, what's,
0: what's
3: a tornado drink? It's, a, it's an energy drink.
0: Four hours? What is wrong with you?
3: It's an <laughs> it energy was- drink that <laughs> they were giving away, Seth. They were yeah. just handing it out by,
2: by the ton. right? And it it's was fun. everywhere. It's going. Yeah. Yeah. It was spon- just cause three, wasn't it? it was sponsored for, by them. Yeah, or and,
3: and if you listen to the show, the first Ugh. day... The first hour, we're all sort of high, high off our tits on this energy drink, and then ab- like about That's halfway the through the show, of
0: the, of the beverages get high off your tits on tornado.
3: About I half halfway through the show, we all crash and we're like, "Oh God, do this anymore?" And um, like <laughs> two days later, yeah, Ugh. and yeah, we're done. And then, and obviously, everybody goes on Sunday, and I'm staying there. Uh, with Marsh and I'm just I'm I'm basically like a walking zombie by the end of it. Lo- Hardly Dan locked his keys in his car. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Hardly Dan locked did his keys in his Xbox car. Did he win the Xbox One? I don't think he did. I don't know. I don't, I, think, I, he I, no, I don't I, think he I, did. No, I don't think he I, did. Uh, no, so the, yeah, the it was it was a long weekend and, and I, I was listening to myself as I was editing it and I just basically sounds like I'm dying all the way through. You, it does
0: sound like you can hear over the course of the weekend. Like by the end of it, you're like. <sighs> Hey, what do you guys want to play
3: next? <laughs> oh no, yeah, it did, I didn't include some of the. There's a lot more stuff that I didn't include, which will also be coming soon, people. there'll that, that, be there'll be stuff on the video because I interview a lot of. Uh, I interview four different developers, and I'm yeah, basically just shouting at them, going, tell me about your game! What is it? And I did. I, I, I pick up, and there was this one guy, and apparently he was, he was just, he'd just been there for a month, he hadn't been there long, but I went on this big rant, and he's like, well, fuck them, they're not here, so you did everything, you did the graphics, you did the programming, it's all you! Right? And, and, and uh, he, 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 they all look scared, when I look at the video back, everybody looks scared.
0: <laughs> Please don't hurt but, me, sir! By the way, yeah.
3: speaking of talking to developers, I thought it was
0: hilarious, when you were trying to get that dude from the siege to tell you if there was a story mode or not. He didn't want to say, no, there's no, no. story mode. Yeah. So instead he it's kept true. going, well, you know, terrorist hunt. There's no story in terrorist hunt. What are you talking about? It's People true. make their own tra- stories.
3: Yeah, exactly. The, 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 all the staff are trying to say – if they don't know the answer to a question, they're all trying to say, I don't know, I'll find out for you. They're yeah. all trying to say that.
0: Well, and, and it's, it's sort of like an improv troupe because, you know, when you're doing improv, the first rule is you always say yes and. Yeah. So they never <laughs> want to say no. So these developers, well, you know, there's this other thing that's kind of like the thing you wanted.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it was good. I, I enjoyed that's myself.
0: What developers are like, I mean, you
3: can't trust a word they say.
2: That's true. As right. well, uh, true. True. the indie developers, yeah. the AAA developers, producers, producers yeah. you know, executive producers. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: The producers are the worst.
2: Yeah. yeah. All that that's they of just the say leeches. whatever they want you to hear. Yeah. You just <laughs> but, uh, you just feed your loads of misinformation.
3: No, it was it
2: was a it was a good show, Stuart. I enjoyed it. What about you? It was
3: good. It yeah. was good. The,
2: the only thing I would say is, and we said this at the time, you said I just it at the very the end. Real, I think, there was just too many people and not enough stuff. Yeah, it was. It was just. I mean, they've put up that seventy-five thousand people attended this year. Well, clearly the trick is to go with Marsh. Yeah, the trick is to go with Marsh. Marsh is the, Marsh is the answer to everything. Yeah. So it is. What else? Yeah. Is that? What's all that about? But yeah, yeah. seventy-five thousand people, and there were there were no like extra displays or consoles were there really compared to last year it was about the same amount there was half the amount of people last year So let
0: me ask you this seth you've been to uh e3 right yeah and gamescom okay so in a typical thing i'm looking for the perspective of everybody here because i've never been any of these when you wait in line for three hours to get to battlefront or whatever uh how many like game stations are there when you finally get in
1: Well, well, okay, here's the thing. So E3 is really different right? because except for that little thing where they did open it up to like 5,000 people of the public, um, it's not really a public show. So there's not a lot of huge lines for most things. Okay. Um, Plus, I was working the whole time at E3. I got to play maybe four or five games, and that was usually like when I would get there in the morning, and then before there were lines, I would just get to play a couple things for like 15 minutes before I went over to our booth.
4: Gotcha.
1: Um. And E3, it, I will say, I mean, it's a really nice experience because it's super chill. Like, it never smells, it's never hot, it's never really that loud. Like, it's actually really just kind of, like, low-key and fun and cool. Um, but not everybody gets to see that, which is kind of the downside. Yeah. Gamescom, that is absolute insanity. And it was fun insanity. Cesspit, That's it, yeah. where, <laughs> there, you know, <laughs> I, wanna, there I
3: are... I want to try that. I want to try Gamescom. I think me and Bongo was talking about it at Gamescom once. Slowly, yeah. slowly. Oh, I highly yeah, recommend yeah. it.
1: Like, I have nothing... Well, I mean, I would have bad things to say about it, but overall, I think it's an it's an overwhelming positive. It was super fun, but that's where you do see like the two-hour lines to play some gaming. Like they'll have they'll have these little signs in the line, and basically, when you get to that point, it says there's 90 minutes left to wait. Like like, what, th- a, what a what a horrible feeling to get to that point in line yeah. and be like, oh, I have an hour
2: and a half before I do. Anything. Yeah, it's a, it's the same at Eurogamer EGX, yeah. but like battlefront the first day we got there on battlefront it's like how long is the line five hours oh she said oh. five hours you didn't have yeah, yeah for, well four to no, five that hours that was the division <laughs> that was the division you're getting confused So, um, how was have, it the uh, division I, I guess i had yeah, have, was I three. have
0: you get there
2: yeah it was three for battlefront wasn't it three hours yeah, yeah it was how many stuff is like things.
1: i'm not willing to wait in line really like when i yeah true if, if it's like a five to ten minute line no problem well, yeah, but yeah. if it, if there's an hour line, I just I just want to see the sights. I want to maybe find some free swag. I just want to talk to people. I want to have a good time, take some pictures. But like, there's no game that I could eventually just play in the very pleasant privacy of my home that I'm willing to wait in line to play. You know, wait three hours to play in bunch of a bunch of sweaty dudes on energy drinks watching me play. Like, there's <laughs> that's not an experience that I want to wait in line for.
0: <laughs> so, how many yeah. game stations are there when you get into the thing?
3: Oh yeah, there's a question. <laughs> I think, I think um, there's three games going on for Battlefront. So there's there's 16. Are you kidding me? Players.
0: Oh oh oh. Okay okay. I thought you. No, there's, yeah, just, yeah. So there's
3: three. 16 players 16. each game, eight on each side. I think it might be more. Okay. So there's you yeah. know you think about there was it, a like, lot. There's a there's lot. lot. Yeah. Well, that's good. There's,
0: a lot, but it's Would you just, recommend that they limit the number of tickets, or demand that people have more, or is it just like you think that's it? Like when you go to these things, expect three-hour waits. Because it's, well, like I think it,
3: what, it, what it comes down to is because we've, I've, I've had some experience of doing exhibitions and stuff through work, and it's, it's very expensive. The floor space is very expensive, right? Sure. So when you look at, we, we we try to get like a three by three sort of floor space, and you, you're looking at about three and a half grand just for that, you know, just for a table and a, and a TV and stuff. So imagine how big and how much these costs i'm sure seth now as well the stand that they had at games coming in and e3 how much a bit of an idea of how they cost in just terms of like floor space you know what they yeah. need in terms of power you, and you want an interesting little anecdote go
1: on i, I don't know the full cost that was a, that was our publisher but i know one specific thing
3: it's, time. it's
4: story,
0: time. <laughs> Sorry, story time guest edition
1: <laughs> no but so I know for sure. They, basically, they the publisher wanted us to have an EXE or a playable version of the game like a, a few days ahead of time, so they could load it on all the computers and make sure that it was all set and test things, so you know, there was no mistakes and stuff. And then, you know, the guys before E3, much earlier, builded the game, but they wanted to keep making fixes because they thought it was that important for the press to see the most updated fixes. And then, so they were working on it till like the night before, and then we found out that day that basically that ended up costing one thousand five hundred dollars to hook up internet access at the booth. Fifteen hundred dollars for three days of internet just so we could actually access the uh, the Steam like, you know, inner company build of the game. So I mean that was just insane to me. <laughs>
3: Fifteen hundred dollars just for internet.
2: God, that's crazy. So that's it? not
3: the booth. That's just looking online. $100. I, I think so it comes into play of like how big are the areas. So you look at battlefront, how big it was, how much floor space it took up. Yeah. You know, they they have to pay for every square meter they, they use. So it it becomes scary numbers, I think. And that and that's and that's the problem. I, I think um you know, if they want bigger areas and more booths, like these people have to pay a lot more money. But then it doesn't really become viable for them to be there. Right. So what they really need is just a larger variety of games being there. That's why the indie games really pad out EGX
2: quite nicely because they're well. To they're be not honest, to be honest with you, yeah. This year, I mean, there were more indie games than ever before. I mean, it was yeah, a massive so area many. this year, and, yeah, yeah And that made the the biggest difference because we spent ages wandering around there, playing stuff around there. You know, more so than any of the bigger games. It's true. Um. So yeah, that that for me made it more than the big stuff because we we found some little gems amongst all the indie stuff, and it was uh it was cool just wandering around it. And they had it compared to previous years, it was it was set out in a way better way than we've ever seen before, wasn't it? The indie area. Yeah. You know. So no, it was, it was, it was it very was good. Cool. Like
3: it, they even went to an effort and printing names of the games, like instead of doodling it on the walls like they usually do. Uh, yeah. Which was um. I, I by the way, Dan, Harley Dan's in the chat. We got a few people in the chat. So there's Fraser and and uh, Sergeant Green, who who followed us because I played Fallout New Vegas. Um. And Fraser and Harley Dan and stuff. And Harley Dan queued up for Elite. If you listen to the other shows, he kept on queuing up for Elite. Did he? Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, he might have mentioned it, but he made it. <laughs> he might, I'm going to play. I'm going to play
0: Xbox One, right?
3: Yeah. He, he didn't win yeah, the Xbox is, One. Right. Unfortunately, he didn't win it. But he he made it onto Elite Dangerous' YouTube channel. No so uh, I'm going to play that on the stream now. Sorry for the, the audio, folks. But if you uh, go we'll do, on Elite we'll do Dangerous. do this audio for you when you're playing it. Go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll just, <laughs> Elite Dangerous at EGX is the name of the video. So if you want to see Dan on YouTube, he's like <laughs> mega famous now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. there There is Dan. That was Dan at the, at the front there. I'll play it again. <laughs> it's very quick. Pew, pew. Bam. <laughs> there he is. There, there you go. Oh, the power of the dark
2: side. Oh, the Star Wars,
3: which one was
0: that? Oh, my God,
2: the one at the uh, start. It's right I'm at the a beginning. Lot of people at the start. There's like four. People. No, it's right, like, literally right at the beginning. Okay, the first thing I saw was four people walking, and one of them points to the. No, 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 no. Right, like after that, he's okay, on. so I it's his face then. The first. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Let yeah. me ask you a question. Actually, you know what's funny? That actually, that little clip reminded me. I wanted to ask y'all something. And Seth, again, I'm curious to get your take on this. One of the problems we've had over the past few years, as you know, is well, it's not just a problem of the last few years. It's been a problem for decades. But We've started to open up gaming spaces and recognize that, hey, you know what? Women don't always get open arm welcomes, or more specifically, they get very open arm welcomes at <laughs> a lot of <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm just curious to know if the climate's changed, and more specifically, if because we all know that there are like booth babes and there are women who are hired because they're young and attractive, and they often only know what's on no. the script. But I'm curious to know if there are a lot of female gamers because Chiny, you had mentioned at one point you were sitting next to someone and she had done a really Really good job on what was it, Rock Band or something? And uh, I'm just curious to know what the yeah. makeup of uh, the audience and gender uh, is compared to previous years. And
2: uh, eh. I think, right. I think for me, the, there is definitely a yes, much Seth. larger. No, I asked everybody. Oh, Go ahead. I, oh. He did ask everyone in general. So, so get off your eye fuck off you. You, Seth. I think. Shut up. Jesus all right. Yeah. Shut up. Uh, all right. I was going to say, for me, I think definitely there was a there was a much larger female presence, and everyone just sort of was everybody, you know. No one really. So, it, it, saying, it didn't really come into what it. What percentage of the crowd would you say was female? Uh, probably about twenty percent, thirty percent. I would have said. Not so bad. So, yeah, it was quite. It was quite a large amount.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds about right to me, and I I do think not not having been at the shows before necessarily, but it did. Uh, there were times where I was a little surprised because it just seemed like, I mean, there's there's always kind of a cliche of the gamer, and you see a lot of those types around the dudes that are oh, wearing like the big oh, yeah. Fallout backpack that, and they look kind of sweaty, they are, or, are, or, Oh yeah, there there
3: and are they've got energy drinks. Jesus um, Christ, they are plenty of those.
1: <laughs> but then you see a lot of different kind of people. You see people that look like they're just big, you know, like in a Gamescom, you see people that look like they're the big FIFA fans, and then there's the people that are look like you would see them at I don't know a mall somewhere and Abercrombie and Pitch store or something like. There's just very different types, which I think is kind of refreshing. And actually, a lot of yeah, a lot of a lot of women and a lot of women in the industry like the booth babe thing seems to have changed, especially at E3 because I they outlawed the the sort of typical booth babe, where if you if you want to hire a bunch of attractive women to just demo games, there's nobody that can stop you. You know, like that would be it would be illegal to tell you you can't hire women based on being attractive. But they have outlawed. The idea of having women just walk around in bikinis, you know,
2: which is good. Oh, yeah, you. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, at EGX, I, when I went to uh, try out the Steam VR, the Veve. Uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Uh, it only took them. To no, I was going to say all of the I'm not being funny, but all of the women there were absolutely, absolutely amazing. because of because yeah. of how they looked For yeah, sure. Now, no, there's
3: another bit that I cut out of the audio where me and Marsh tried to charm the Vive women because we, we we worked on the PlayStation VR and we thought we must be fucking you know like the, the <laughs> fucking the men. men we got the you
0: know attitude going on
3: we must be fucking Ocean's Eleven over here let's go over there <laughs> and and pull those ladies and and she was lovely and she was very nice and, and but she wasn't having any of it you know she was like no this isn't gonna happen for you We're like, okay
0: see I, <laughs> I always wonder know. like how much of oh god they must get so many questions and like. Just, yeah. you know, sketchy stuff that's right on the border of... Uh, can I wear the one that you wore? My God. I, <laughs> well, under-
1: I'll say this. like, um, we, There was this place right next to us that... um, Well, Oculus was right next to us at E3, but then right off to the side of Oculus was this other thing that was kind of like they had these big rigs where you actually like, get in some kind of like a harness and you're walking on these weird treadmill things, which I don't think will ever take off really, but they were trying to I've seen
3: those, yeah. you know,
1: make their, their case like for the it. Octagonal but they something? they had hired these attractive yeah. women that very, very transparently obviously had no idea what was going on at all. They yeah. were just hired because they were models. And that's kind of like, that's, that's annoying if you're a consumer because you're actually trying to give them information and they, they can't give it to you. So it's like, why are you even here? But then you go to Nintendo's booth, And Nintendo is a massive, massive company with a worldwide following and actually does very good across the gender lines, you know, and they had, I guess, not surprisingly, but extremely beautiful women working there. And yet when you would talk to those women, it became obvious. And then I talked to somebody about it later and they explained it to me, but it became obvious they really knew what they were talking about. And it it was obvious to the point where it didn't seem like they really even could have like crammed for the information like for a test you know what I mean like they I think what somebody else said to me was Nintendo basically does kind of search out people that are sort of aesthetically pleasing male and female just because that's sort of a marketing idea of what you're supposed to do but they actually find fans and fly them to these events like based on the fact that they really know their stuff. so. And it shows when you look at their
0: characters. I mean, Mario is a sex pot and a hat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, Princess Peach. Come on. Well, yeah. But what What are the handsome guys? End of yeah,
2: list. That's true. Toad
3: squat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yoshi's a puffy <laughs> turtle.
2: <laughs> a dinosaur. Right? He's a dinosaur. That yeah. thing. He's a dinosaur. Um, by the way, I had some exciting <laughs> news this week. I, really I doubt de- I doubt that. Dude. It was. It was exciting. It was exciting. Sorry, what's exciting? Uh, my my Steam link has been shipped, apparently. Do you know my Steam link thing? It's boring. I'm bored now. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but right, here's the thing, right? That was good. I like it. Oh, man. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Um, there's a tracking thing, you know, where you can track your parcel to see yes, where it you're, is. You're refreshing it every 20 minutes, aren't you? Wow. Well, I was going to, right? Yeah, okay. well, it's it's over over, over the Thames.
0: <laughs> you know, soon it will be no, a live seriously. thing. It'll be like you can watch it go down the street.
2: I wish that was true. Oh, see, you'd be right on that, but that I would be, I would be. But, that, but do you know where it is at the minute? Uh, where do you think my Steam Link is at the minute? Germany. Um, uh, you know what? I actually. Don't no, you're, you're very close, no, Ginny. You were very close. Wait, I have a guess. Like anybody oh. gives a. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably in Germany. You were so. very close. Uh, it's in the Netherlands, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> that where way. Where's it coming that, from? The Netherlands. <laughs> I don't know. What? That's where. That's where he's coming from. The Netherlands. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, that's just weird. Wouldn't you think they'd have had some sort of distribution center in the UK or whatever? But uh, no. Oh, no, just it gets posted from the Netherlands and Germany. It's, all, it's always the same. Same with Amazon and stuff like It's centrally places. located. Where the hell's the Netherlands? I
1: don't know. Uh, over there. So sort of. over there. Okay.
2: Amsterdam, that around that area. Over there. Uh, so yeah, so so that's where it is, and it's coming. And I've had to buy myself a new controller because my other one broke. Uh, so I, I had to go and do that. Wow. I've spent wow. money. I've just got ready. a I'm massive mad. sense of Seth regretting coming on the show over there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, you... hey, I
1: really enjoy European geography.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, exciting stuff, anyway. Exciting stuff. So it's on its way, and we'll see if it actually works. You never know you're looking a raffle. That, uh, anyway, countries border the Netherlands? There's your quiz question for the day. Uh, two countries. Uh, have
1: Belgium, Belgium and
0: uh, France.
2: Oh. oh. yeah. Is that right? I think that's not far off.
0: Wait, where is the thing? Oh, here it is. What? No, you got Belgium, oh. which I would not have gotten.
2: Is it uh? is many, there's many, there's Oh, like a little, like Liechtenstein or something like that. One of those little ones. Liechtenstein. No. Um. Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. It'll be Belgian. And oh, wait, yeah, no, that's fine. What? What do you mean? But no, you just said that was right already. Fine. Belgium is correct. What's the other one? Uh. Is it Germany? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, anyway, moving on. i did never looked at the map, oh, by the way, i never looked at the map. Right. Uh, yes, we, while we've got Seth here, yes. uh, we, should, we should speak to Seth, I guess, because he has come on, uh, because he has recently released a game called Bedlam, and we were a bit harsh. It's going to be Bedlam
0: this weekend. We actually have two guests here today. Oh, wow. Wow. Because I wanted some industry people here, so we got two of them. You're welcome. (laughs) Bob, you've not been on the show for a while, Bob. No, I'm busy. You know, I don't know (laughs) if I've ever been on the show with Bob. It has to do with what's above you
2: and what happens to gold. (laughs) There you go. So here's the the thing, Bob, right, obviously. Are you aware of the game, Badlam? I've... I was
0: just referencing Skyshine. Did you not hear my brilliant clues? It was a fun little Rebus. Yeah, <laughs> so, contracting with him. So as
2: Seth is here, what advice can you give?
0: Uh, here's the first thing. Listen, Seth, Please. listen up. First of all, you got to get some of your people to go on to Steam and create a whole bunch of new accounts and then go on and write (laughs) reviews saying this game is brilliant, it's wonderful, it's awesome, it's the best game ever, 5 out of 5, 17 out of whatever, who cares? And that way it becomes all overwhelmingly positive. How do you think all these stupid games have that? But Bob, that wouldn't (laughs) be ethical. Shell accounts.
2: Ethical? What the heck? You're trying to <laughs> Seth, don't mention the E word for <laughs> <He doesn't laughs> God damn. Swearing is fine, but not the E word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. want to get
0: paid, forget about the ethical whatever.
2: Uh, so <laughs> So anyway, Seth, let's let's try and be serious here. Let's yeah. try and be serious. Um because so there was there was some criticism. I mean we we sort of, you know, uh to talked, uh, talked a lot about the combat okay uh-huh. now i realize there's been an update since i last played it so what's changed from then to now then
1: uh well so i think there's also an update going up on monday which will be before the show comes out but uh well they've done a couple big things one of the big things we heard was the the map size allowed for too much almost kind of like ambush to start a battle like you would just you could be basically be attacked before you even had a chance to move so now all the maps allow for at least a move or two before you actually are going to be attacked by the the, the opposition. Um, so that, that's one of the biggest things. Uh, actually, a pretty big thing, although it's funny because for the vast majority of players, I don't think it changed the way they play at all. But they took the slots down from six potential crew members in battle down to four. Because really it's kind of designed to be smaller group anyway. Um, and that was one of the things where they put in there they kind of incentivized you to bring less people into battle by giving you bonuses so now there's only one bonus between four members or three members in battle and I realize for somebody who hasn't played the game, this is really in the weeds, you're like what in the world is he even talking about, but uh, I just like, little tweaks like that um, I don't think there's been any recent tweaks in the actual health or damage of any of the units, although right away um, kind of the little early access I did a few days before it came out, there was some changes with that stuff um I know there's some more balancing going on with resources with the next update.
2: Okay, stuff like that. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, one of my biggest issues was like the cover system didn't seem to work. So I mean, oh,
1: they did you change see, the cover I... system. So if you, yeah, if you haven't played it since last time you guys talked about it, okay. Um, I'm a mixed mind on that actually. I, I almost kind of feel like they still maybe haven't nailed it, but it may be... I think for a lot of people it will feel more intuitive. Um, so cover still. It does work that if it breaks the line of sight even though the way a lot of those covers are they don't seem tall enough but basically you know if somebody's on the other side of cover and you're on a complete opposite side of cover you just can't shoot period Um, but if you're enough in a situation where you could shoot then it basically halves the damage so they're just treating it like you're just you're in cover so you're, you're maybe you know maybe you're only getting shot in the arm instead of getting shot in the chest or something you know like it's just the idea that like cover has some advantage to it
2: yeah so you gotta take less damage yes Hopefully.
1: And the way they had it before um, was it was basically it was basically fifty fifty. So when, when you were in cover before it was fifty fifty if you got hit. And if you got hit, it would still just be full damage. And a lot of people, like if you had three or four times in a row where you happened to get hit, even though it was just a, a random roll, people would be like, Oh, the cover doesn't do anything, which is understandable. That's kind of the way it reads to players sometimes.
2: Yeah. No, yeah, I can understand that. So it, I'm assuming it still stayed as two moves.
1: Yes. That actually. First of all, I just want to say to you guys, like, you guys don't have to. You don't have to tread lightly. There's no, like, obviously, you guys don't have to apologize in the I least. Can't. I mean, you guys were just giving I honest opinions. I, I really enjoyed listening to it. Um, I thought you guys were totally fair. And some of the stuff I would agree with. Like, I think there are faults in the game. Like, I don't think it's a perfect game just because I worked on it. Um, however, the two move thing. Is a thing that I think it is hard to onboard people to that system, but that's something I would disagree with in that I've played it so long, I love the two move system. I actually really, I'm used to the way it works and how to kind of go with the flow of a battle. Um, so I, that I actually like, but I understand that when somebody first plays it, they're kind of like, what the hell is this?
0: Let me say for the record that because when as soon as Chinny mentioned that you were coming on, Seth, I was like, you know what? I know it's been updating. I want to give it another try. I played it once yesterday. Actually, I played it three times. Uh, I lost once. And I actually, on, on easy, I made it to the end of the game. Um, oh, all the way to the end? I made it to Aztec City. Now, I know that's not the only way to end the game, but um, I was very happy with and now okay here's the thing i can't tell if it's because i'm getting better at the game and i think i am like i'm upgrading the rooms in the dozer and i'm um i'm doing all of the exclamation point quests along the way which i think was the big mistake i made before is that i was just barreling forward and you know i I was just lose people and so forth and i was understanding the combat better this time but the other thing is i do feel like it's a little more friendly to us now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's great. And I'm I'm probably going to keep playing it because, you know, to be honest, before I was like, eh, it's really hard. Maybe it's just not for me. But now I feel like I'm getting the hang of it. And I am starting to see a little bit of the repetition, you know, because you see some of the same things coming up again and again. But yep. whatever. I mean, I've only explored certain corridors of the map. So I'm sure there's more in different areas. And um, I have to find the other dozers and all that stuff. And I haven't even met King Viscera or whatever his name is.
1: So. Okay, yeah. So a couple things that this will be good for anybody's playing it. So wh- another thing with the balancing is uh, normal is a little easier than it was when it first came out. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty challenging and easy. They I think they did they done a good job of making that quite a bit more easy. Okay. Um, however, easy it stops at Aztec City uh, because it's only the easy mode. Okay. Whereas if you go on normal or uh, or Bedlam mode, then you can't stop there. You have to keep going. Basically. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. And so like the the game is. I would. It's really. I would. Strictly speaking, if, depending on how you play it, I would say it is more than half done. But okay. you could kind of look at it as a halfway point. Like really, in terms of time, it's probably like sixty-five to seventy percent done. So
0: there's. Time. Is there a new map when you get to Aztec City? On normal or Bedlam, or you just have to keep going <laughs> around the other map? I don't want to spoil it, and it's not. It's not like it's a huge spoiler. No, I understand. I I just, I, yeah. I mean, I'm purposely not saying what happens when you get to Aztec City on easy. So. Yeah. You. You. You don't. It's not I a new it map. A little thing that happened when you get there. So
1: yeah, it's not. It's not a new map per se, but it, it, it's not. It doesn't function exactly the same.
0: That's cool. It that gives me something to go back for, man.
1: Oh, um, uh, yes. Yeah, I was, I'm, it's funny because when I talk about some of these things, I have to be careful. Like some things about development are would be like NDA because I've actually signed like non-disclosure agreements, like a lot of people do. And then some of it, I'm kind of like, I want to tread lightly, you know, because it's like I, I have opinions about the game just like everybody else that made the game and all the publishers and stuff, but. Um, there's things that I really like and there's things that I, I mean, there's, there, I tell you what, there's nobody that is working in the game that doesn't see things that could be improved. It's just there is a budget and there is this uh, amount of time in the day for a small team to get things done. And when you're working on something, um, you, you, you see that in Stark
0: Let me tell you this. If (laughs) anybody's playing it and they're having trouble, let me tell you a couple things I picked up here recently. Number one, get them power cells. Number two, use those acid bombs and nuclear weapons when you get them because those can be very helpful. I've entered battles thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to lose all my people. This is going to suck. And then I realize I have 50 power cells. I'm like, nuclear bomb. (laughs) Yeah. And they're all dead. And I'm like, yeah.
1: No, I totally agree. There you it, go. It's funny because <laughs> different people have different strategies that they somehow can make work. But my strategy is always I, I try to power up the rooms, um, especially the power cells. and the. Well, the first one I do is the fuel because if you don't power up your fuel, you that can just become a problem. But if you get that all the way powered up, you're not anywhere near as likely to run out of fuel. Um, so it's funny. Some people don't care about upgrading the meat at all because losing all your passengers, you could still finish. But you have different results at Aztec City um on normal and and bedlam mode going forward if you have less or more passengers so i kind of like to have more passengers um and then yeah the power cells is a huge thing because if you if you play a certain way and you're really kind of stockpiling them and trying not to use them in the easier battles and so you have them later on you can have i've had i've had had like 200 power cells before (laughs) (laughs) and that's on the most recent build like you know so then then when you're Fighting the late game stuff, which I I won't spoil, then you have a much, much, much better chance of surviving those things.
0: The one thing I did see there was a review that said, and I do agree with this, that it seems weird that the getting the other dozers, you know, from the mutants or the robots or whatever, uh, is more a matter of chance than it is like skill or like you know achievement or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I kind of agree with that.
1: Yeah, kind of. Um, I I will admit that that was something. Well, I want to say something real quick. When it when it comes to like as far as me being a quote unquote game designer on this, yeah. like there are some measure of small things that I definitely had input on just because I happened to be around when those things were being talked about, and some of my opinions might have made their way in, but the amount of this game that i quote unquote developed would be something far less than one percent I mean like <laughs> you know so like i I was doing p r and traveling to shows and and doing I, I was writing our Kickstarter updates. Right. um p- one of the things we didn't have time to do was a tutorial mode of what you guys kind of talked about but i actually did write the scripts for the tutorials that were are in the game cool. um so stuff like that but so what What was your
0: question again no, it, we, oh, the,
1: so the the question
0: we want redress for our grievances please you need to- <laughs> the entire development team at this moment right now <laughs> but
1: i know with the dozers though that um i don't mind the the concept of the way they do it but i i actually have had uh, trouble unlocking them too so it, it does seem like you know some some balancing to make them a little easier to find i, I don't mind that it's random though because the idea is you can you there's certain relics in the game these cargo that you get if yeah. you're aware of this duke and then yeah. you you find those things and then once you have that later on when you when a certain event triggers yeah. then by it's having at, that I, you can yeah. you can trigger something that will allow you to unlock that dozer and i i don't have a problem with that system except that it's it does seem like it's it's really hard to do it but if you like i can give you a hint though and it's kind of self-explanatory but let's say you get the the relic that will would then allow you to have the event to unlock the cyborg dozer you go if you want to do that and if if you're not worried about like oh i want to have the highest score and finish the game go to cyborg territories because you're not going to find that event in a mutant territory which is you know yeah
2: i've i've got a question for you just out of interest Mm -hmm. um as we know now, Steam are doing refunds for people who go. I don't really like this game. Can I have my money back? Uh, have you had a lot of that happen?
1: I I would imagine there have been because like you, like you guys have talked about on Steam, you know, especially early on, there was really mixed reviews. Recently, a lot of, all the new reviews because that's something we can track pretty easily have been overwhelmingly positive. But it's it hasn't been like a great number of them. So I think I think it's still mixed on there. I haven't yeah, checked in the last day or this thing
0: is mixed right now.
1: Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, it would just be a guess that I would imagine probably a lot of people have because you, you get reviews from people that, and that so I guess one thing I, I'll say about the reviews and I will lead into your question, but like I've noticed in reviews, if, if somebody has played four or five hours and they have a review where like, like you mentioned the other weeks too, and they say like, Hey, I really wanted to like this game. Like that kind of review, I don't, it doesn't upset me. Like I just, that's somebody being really honest. Like they, they put some time into the game and unfortunately they're not enjoying it. And that's just their honest opinion. Like they're not being dicks and then you get some people that have a review where it says like 0.2 hours played and then they just say this game sucks it's hard hey, fuck yourselves you know or something like that you know it's just yeah, like, yeah. that's a, that's a ridiculous review you know uh, Actually, so they yeah, definitely go about, pro- sorry about sorry about that right for- yeah. stuff <laughs> <It's, laughs> that was probably chris mjw with his, his alter account uh, No, but so like i would imagine some of those people definitely tried to get a refund but i don't i don't have access to those numbers and i I th- I'm sure uh, the guys at Skyshine could get them from the, the publisher if they wanted, but I don't think they've even gotten like that into the nitty-gritty of those kind of numbers yet.
2: No, no. I was just interested to see how that works now, because the, the, that's the sort of thing that people do now, because they can. They just do it, only. not they? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, and it seems like it makes the barrier to entry a little lower, because people are more, you know, if you take a risk, and then if you don't like it, you say, screw it. But it also means that I think the games become more disposable. It seems to me like people are just like, yeah. you know, if it doesn't totally captivate you in a way the games didn't used to have to, then it's like, oh, I just get my money back. Uh, is there a limit? It may know if there's a certain number you can do a month or something.
1: I don't think so. I think you just have 14 days, and if you've played it, I think you have to have played it under a certain amount of time or something. And as long as those two conditions are met, you can just you can get your money less back. Than,
3: less than two hours, I believe it is.
1: Oh, is it okay? Yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I think in principle it's a good thing. Although I think over time, just completely aside from anything to do with Bedlam at all, I think that's a that's a thing that's a it's a good idea in a good direction. But I think Steam will probably eventually tweak it mm-hmm. because there's going to be certain types of games. Like if you even think of a game like FTL, which was you know it was better received and people you know right out of the gate when it came out, people probably presumed felt that it had better balance and enjoyed it more in that way um even a game like that though if if that refund policy had been in place i would imagine a lot of people would get frustrated with ftl right away i agree with and that. just get a refund because there's certain games that require more of a you know you have to play five or ten hours right. to really really kind of get into it and those are games that are going to suffer in the two-hour kind of refund policy
2: sure yeah no it's true it is true um that all being said that all being said, uh, Seth has very kindly offered, and I don't know whether this is still on or not, but he has offered to teach me how to play the game on Twitch.
1: Yay! Fuck that. I've totally changed my mind. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. no, that'd be yeah. that'd be great. I'll do it. Totally.
0: That'd
2: yeah. be cool. So I think it'd
0: be like a video like tutorial helping people out who have Exactly. Uh, learn completely. as you go. Or learn as Stu goes, anyway. <laughs> learn as I go. Yeah, learn how crap I am at these types and, and of games. The, people can watch and be like, hey, if this dingus numbskull can figure this out i can too
2: exactly (laughs) so hopefully hopefully all being well we're going to try and set that up for tuesday this week coming so oh yes
1: so if you're listening to the show it'll just already be posted on your your
2: it'll already be done but uh, but yeah I'll, i'll i'll put it on facebook when we're going to do it and all that sort of stuff and twitter so we can let people know when it's happening so yeah we'll we'll give that a go that all being said seth have you played anything else other than your own game
1: Yes. Um, well, it's funny because so not to (laughs) keep going on the sky shine stuff, but so I started as an intern and then I was a contractor. A lot of people don't like, I don't officially, like I'm not an employee. I don't have like an ongoing thing. So since the game came out, my hours went from 40 hours a week to probably two to three or five hours a week, depending, you know, just like doing little things here and there. Um, and I'm, I'm looking for other jobs now. So like, which, uh, it's given me a lot more time to play video games. It's just like with anything, when you're busy making a game, you don't really have time to play video games. Um,
2: and so... <laughs> you get used to it, honestly.
1: So I went I went right to my pile of shame. I just was like, because, you know, you always have that. And I was like, okay, what's a game? Oh, like, it's, to it's that, coming...
2: Seth.
3: I looked at that once and fell into a coma. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> It's true. Because <laughs> <laughs>
1: like this year, I've you know I've played so little. Like I haven't played The Witcher. I haven't played Batman. I haven't played some of <gasps> the really heavy hitters from I haven't early I played in The Witcher.
0: Year. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? I haven't played Batman. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
2: Oh my God, oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I want to play those games. But coming into the holiday season, where I know there's a few games that I'm definitely going to buy, I was like, okay, what could I try to make some maybe finish or make some major headway in? And for some reason, just that day, looking at my games... And you know how that can be sometimes, where you have just like the overwhelming options is like paralyzing sometimes. Yes. And I looked oh. at it and I was like, for some reason, Watch Dogs jumped out at me.
0: Whoa! Wow.
2: Of I, all the games, I, anybody say, hey, you got to get that? Feast. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Now. <laughs> <hell>. um, <laughs> What's the first game I've got in my pile of shame? <laughs> I,
1: I mean, I liked Watch. I liked Watch Dogs the first time I played it. Um, for all oh, the that's right, Seth. The, you know, they,
3: sometimes this weird taste in games where he likes awful yeah. games. Like I Assassin's, awful it's really Creed. Good. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Unity. What the
1: fuck? Oh, man. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> Sorry, did uh, you say awful? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I can't do it. All right, that. see. <laughs> this game. I'm done. Ass. Did you say ass? <laughs> Go um, on, the test.
3: So, watchdogs. Yeah, so... Yeah, watchdogs.
1: I, Watch Dogs, I, I will say, the the biggest takeaway for that game, even though I actually do really enjoy it, is that it's one of those games that I would compare to like the Mass Effect series, like the Assassin's Creed series, like a couple other ones that would probably spring to mind, where I think I really enjoy this first game, but I think it's more of a hint of what's to come that makes me excited. And I do think it does a lot of really fun, cool things that are more than just gimmicks. And it, it kind of... So like some people compare it to Assassin's Creed because it's Ubisoft and it does some of like the tower, you know, like there's these little things you unlock on the map and that kind of and thing. But it's really much more easy. of a GTA type game. And I think what they've gotten into with this whole hacking thing and just like having it be like an open world GTA style city game, but then also having all these like puzzles and these little hacking things that you're constantly doing, actually is it, it once you get used to it, it is a game that's very dense. When you get into it again, it's almost like Skyrim. You know, it's nowhere near as good as Skyrim,
2: but it's it's kind of like Skyrim. That's
0: right. <laughs> when yeah, let said, me let me ask you this. <sighs> I
2: mean, he keeps on comparing it to GTA. How do you feel about that? Um, I think he's just listing well,
0: games that he knows we like and then just eventually <laughs> compared to
3: well, GTA, I mean, even, it's even if you get
1: it Jenny. You would agree that it's kind of in that GTA genre, uh, yeah, it's an open it world. Was, you're driving cars, it, you're walking around a city, you're shooting shit. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it wants to be GTA, but the the problem, the difference is uh, the b One of the biggest flaws. I'm not going to be snarky, Stu, despite you. like. Come that, on, come on, it, yeah. do it, man.
2: Just do it. One, <laughs> of,
3: one of the biggest flaws of this game is the driving is fucking dog shit.
2: Whole oh,
1: I agree. I, I've got some God. input on that, but I agree. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So actually, the yeah. thing I noticed, and and by the way, I mean GTA is obviously a far superior game with the mechanics and everything. I mean, GTA, mm-hmm. GTA Five. Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. shit, man. that's. I actually was never a huge GTA fan over the years, and GTA yeah. 4 brought me in a little bit, and GTA 5, I am just a full-on admirer. Wow. I mean, that, that game's yeah. amazing. Um, the thing that I actually think Watch Dogs gets really wrong with its driving, and it was kind of a, a cheap, kind of lazy gimmick of how to do the driving, is if you actually play the game longer and you get some of like the super sports cars, they mm. drive really nicely, and then you're like, oh, hey, this driving is good. But what GTA does is, they somehow managed to make it very nuanced in that if you're, if you're driving one of the nicest cars in the game, yeah, it's an awesome driving experience. You're like, holy crap, this is so much better than the little you know, Pinto that I was driving a little bit ago. And yet, if you go back and drive that Pinto, it's still not a bad driving experience. Oh, it still feels it, like uh, what it should feel like. And in, in Watch Dogs, the crappy cars... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the crappy cars in Watch Dogs are, like, uncontrollable. They turn really weird, and they, it, it, so they, they go from horrible to good as opposed to good to nuanced, you know, you know. So, yeah, I I totally agree. They The second Watch Dogs will have to majorly fix up the driving. But um, it's got a good story, actually. And the, that whole Aiden Pierce thing where we used to make it in front of it on Boss Wave all the time. That was back when Zach was still on. One of my favorite clips from the show is him doing the voice and going... Uh, you know, fuck uh, tits and ass and fuck you up. Boom, boom. You know, he's like, but he's doing the Aiden Pierce voice from the commercials where he's like, the world is, you know, it's a dark place and I can hack shit. You know, like the guy talks like that. But then in the game, actually, when you, I think they did a bad job, almost a disservice with the marketing, because in just the scenes, even though his voice is a little bit stilted, it is an actual decent voice actor acting. And it, it comes across much better when you're just playing through the story missions, I think. Um, but this, the story actually ends up pretty good. It's a it's a unique story where it's this guy. Sure, it's this whole big hacking thing, and he's this special hacker. But they've got a good variety of missions, and it's this very kind of unique thing where the person that died was his niece. So he's got this sister with two kids, and the little niece was riding in a car with him when some hacker bad guys or whoever you know came after him. And she ended up dying in this car accident. So it's actually... It's very kind of sweet sort fa- of it, the, the, story. There
3: are moments where it falls apart for me, though, sir, because there's one bit where... Uh, when you're by the, the gravestone? No, no. There's, there's, the, his, his sister gets kidnapped in, in the game, and, and um, he, she's she's kidnapped by somebody. I, I don't, well, he's kidnapped by the main bad guy, anyway. You, you're on the phone today. He allows you to talk to her phone, and she's like, yep. you're a fucking dick, Adam. i was like, hang on. I'm the only fucking way out here. You better fucking be nice to me, sis. Or I might not be so generous. on picking you up, bitch. Uh, and she was That's just not how that went. I just played that mission. Well, she was giving me shit. She was like, ain't <laughs> you never do what I want. I was like, fucking don't give me shit, woman. Right? <laughs> okay, so this, this is an interesting exercise
1: in calling bullshit because you happened to pick a mission that I just played within the last 48 hours. Yeah.
3: And when oh. she was giving me shit.
1: She was giving <laughs> me shit. No, but she she was scared. Her he
3: tone said, you her. cannot deny it. Her tone was bitchy at best.
1: This is the point where it turned. When he said, he goes, <laughs> he goes, he said the bad guy's name. And he goes, he's like, I know so-and-so, you know, he's, he's a bad guy, basically, but he's not crazy. He's not going to hurt you. And then she's like, you know this guy? And then she kind of turned, she's like realized, oh, this is Again. because of you that I'm in this situation. And yeah, maybe it was a little over the top, but like she went from being scared to then kind of blaming him.
3: Have you played the mission where you have to like direct her out?
1: No, I'm. I just that was. I think that I was think the last major mission. Well,
3: play. welcome to hell when you when you <laughs> get that. <mission. laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my oh God! God.
1: So um, the, yeah, I I don't know. I, I I am enjoying it. I do. I really like the game. Uh, it's it's got a long campaign actually. There's like 30 yeah. missions. Some missions or
3: more. Um, I found the combat probably the best part of the game, to be honest, because they, I liked some of the, you know, the the, the third-person shooting, like the gang hideouts bit, and you could, like, press things. I remember getting into some platform, and I could press the button, and, and I would move the platform, and they don't know where I am, and all this sort of stuff. I, I liked all that. It was just, like, the driving and, and sort of st- like trying to stop the, the traffic, and it just didn't work as exact. I mean, you got to remember, they sold this game as, like, you can hack anything, and, you know, and it really sort of came down to just... Pressing a button and and it was like split second, really. You just press a button and and you trigger something. Oh,
1: I love Split Second. Those are my favorite racing games of all time. It was. No, Split Second was
3: the bollocks. I love that. Oh, okay, but good. Th- they made it out to be something more, and it just it was like, well, it's just like Split Second, really. It's not. It's nothing crazy now.
1: It's funny because you know it's another one of these games because you guys were talking about like, oh, you know, updating after the game came out, and that's a lot of business stuff. That's that's Bob the businessman stuff of why you know it had to come out when it came out and the whole thing with Shining but. I think uh, Watch Dogs actually had a couple pretty big updates after it came out, and they did fix some of the stuff with what you're talking about, with like the uh, hacking the, the the street lights and stuff like that. You know, so like you kind of get a little more feedback of what's really going on with it. They did, the thing that they did a bad job of is, is I don't think. Do you get the kind of like slow down time thing right when you start the game, or is that like something you unlock? I
2: can't remember. I don't know. The, the one to trigger the events, you mean? To yeah. trigger stuff.
1: And I'm no, sure in Watch Dogs 2, they will just have a, a little different system to make it more intuitive, because I agree
2: it's not yeah. super intuitive. But when it's, you're driving along... It was, along, kind, of random. It was yeah. kind of a bit random, really.
1: Yeah, it, from the, what the I thing I've found is if you really want to hit somebody with the spikes or hit the, you know, the traffic light to change or really trigger something, you have to basically put it into the slow speed, like the, the focus time or whatever it is, you know? Like the Matrix. And then... And then as you're just past it, then you hold the X button and trigger it and you can even like put the camera on and look. But you know, that that's the best way to do it. But you do basically if you try to do it in real time, it's almost undoable. That's totally
3: true. Have you done one of my favorite things in the game, Seth, where you, you get a boat and go out get the police angry at you, get a boat and go out to sea.
1: That's also ridiculous. Yeah, like the police can't follow you on the water. So they
3: can't <laughs> like this like while well, he's in water. I can't do nothing about this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the budget for boats. We don't have budget for boats. man. They're like, oh
1: god. Yeah, no, that um, that is dumb. Yeah, it's it's not a game without its faults by any means. And they were they were a big time victim of their own early marketing campaign because they they showed how amazing it could look as a vertical slice on a top notch PC, and then they said, oh, but it's early enough in the generation we want to come out on PS3 and 360 as well. So actually ended up looking just decent and pedestrian. It didn't look anywhere near as good as people were expecting, so they they kind of screwed themselves on that. The next one, obviously, will be only next gen. I'm sure they'll, you know, whenever they announce it. I, the biggest thing for me is that, you know, yeah, I think the shooting is really good, and and when you get into those uh, gang hideouts and stuff like that is if you go into them with a little patience, they're actually very rewarding and fun, because you find all the little camera angles and the different, you know, blowing up some guy's grenade in his belt and he gets somebody else, you know, all those little tricks. But The just yeah just the puzzle gameplay in general of like when you're doing the hacking mini games and you got to find like there's a there's one of those CTUS system stations you got to find the kind of combination of cameras to find the right camera to be able to unlock the door to get in that kind of thing like I actually really enjoy that stuff but it's just one of those games that whether you like it or hate it I I think the second one will be much improved that's why I brought in like Mass Effect because like even though the first Mass Effect I really liked. Mass Effect Two was such a massive jump, and the same thing with the Assassin's Creed series. Like between Assassin's Creed One and Assassin's Creed Two, you could tell it's like here's a big team really having time to iterate and improve on all the feedback from the first one.
2: Yeah, I think the problem though with Assassin's Creed though it just became derivative after a while. It just, you know what I mean? It was it sort uh, of yeah. ended up getting worse rather than better. You I, know, I still the, the... like the
1: games, but I. Yeah, that, that, that's an entirely different issue as to where the jump it made from one to two, though.
2: Yeah, true. No, true enough. Two and, and obviously Brotherhood, which was a bit of a surprise.
1: Oh, Brotherhood. Um, so it is. If you're, you're a fellow Brotherhood.
2: A, yeah, we no, love I, Brotherhood. The order of Assassin's Creed games that are
3: great, right? And whatever Seth says is wrong is <laughs> four. Shush. Four, Brotherhood, two, and then all the rest of shit. You just fucked. That's
1: it's yeah, true.
2: true. <laughs> but, I, I'm with Chinny on this.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, for me, it would true. be Brotherhood, and then uh, it'd be a really hard tie between. Don't you four, dare say unity. For unity and
3: revelations. You're actions. insane. <laughs> you're You are fucking
2: insane. Brotherhood. You are.
3: Easy first. You are mentally insane. You're, you're going to be you're rocking rock. back and forth. Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> this is this oh. is. Um, are you dribbling separative. right now? He was he was issued here. <laughs> When
2: he said that Assassin's Creed Unity was good. Oh, really? Wow, he must be crazy, yes. I think because he came on the show, he's forgotten to take his medication. Man. <laughs> Jesus. Man. Well, it's funny
1: because it, you know, it became a big thing on Bosswave. There'd be like the listeners that would agree with me and be like, no, I really like Unity, and I've got some buddies that really like it. But yeah, I know it, it did not get a lot of love. I know that.
2: Well, there's reasons for that. It yeah. just didn't, People didn't just randomly not give it love, you know?
1: No, I know. I don't, I don't uh, disagree.
2: That's all right anyway anything else from you seth before we move on
1: No, that was the big one I've, I've tried to pick up on some other little games and i've been looking at some little indie titles i might want to pick up but Watch Dogs is what i've been spending my, the most time with recently oh the other one is just dying light i still pick up now and then i love that game and i actually now i
2: agree with you on that that's a good game
1: yeah it's that good. that one i did not expect to like i thought it was gonna be shit and then it absolutely shocked me i'm the same. Me.
3: i was the same seth i thought it would be shit and I played it. I'm like, oh my god, it's going great.
1: Yeah, my, my buddy Jables, he 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 loaned me the disc because he was leaving for like a week out of town, and he said like, you got to play this. And he's like, no, seriously, play this. You will like it. And I was like, I was so skeptical, and I was installing it, and it was really taking a long time. And I was like, I almost just quit the installation, and I just think, man, if I had just quit the installation, I probably never would have played it. And I, that is my favorite game of this year that has come out. So far. But do you know far.
2: do you know what else? Though? I I just like techland themselves as a developer. I think they're just a cool developer. Have you seen what they did this week? By the way, did you see this? Yeah, the little video? Yeah, how cool was that? I mean, just to do that. You know, someone had, had to sit there and program that to do that. And it was just amazing. <laughs> do you know about this Chinny Duke? Nope. Yeah, nope. basically some drunken electrical engineer uh sent him a load of tweets explaining why their electrical system in the game was wrong. Okay, so he, he sort of pointed out all these issues with it and why it was it should be a four-phase or a three-phase and all this technical stuff about electricity, right? Yes! Yeah. yeah, exactly <laughs> right. And he, uh, apparently these tweets went on one after another after another. He sent them loads and loads of tweets, right, complaining. And as a response, someone sat down and programmed the little video within the game of how the electricity works in Dying Light, and basically it shows it follows this wire underground, and then when it gets to its destination, it's basically loads of zombies in hamster wheels running. heads <laughs> like work. So someone, you know, someone at Techland sat there and programmed that just to send to this guy. So it's, <laughs> like, it's not, like, who cares? Uh, it's
0: just
2: so cool.
1: when I was at Gamescom, I actually got to meet a bunch of the Techland guys. They were in our same press hall, and I hung out with uh, Paul Milewski who is one of their PR managers, and we've been chatting ever since, and he's, he's a really cool guy, and then they have that following, which is their huge uh, expansion DLC, which I guess, yep. it wasn't originally announced as part of the Season Pass DLC, but now if you have the Season Pass, which I do, you just get it for free, which is awesome. And I got to actually play through that, like a 15-minute demo of it at Gamescom, and that that's going to be really fun. And actually, I think if you like that game and you want to play it co-op, it's much it's much better suited for co-op, even though it's a little different experience because it's more rural and you you're driving around in more open spaces. I think it's actually much better suited for co-op than it was in the main game.
2: And they're saying it's as big as the original game, isn't it? It's about the same size again.
1: Yeah. And they they were it's funny because when they were in person, they were careful to say they're like, yeah, it's the same size as like the whole world of both the areas in the first game. And they're like that can be misleading because a lot of it is like open fields because it has to be open for driving so it had to be bigger in terms of like density and buildings it wouldn't be as much as in the original game but right. it, but there's a lot of stuff I mean there's a lot of different caves and places to visit and out, out buildings and stuff and and it looked great it was really cool nice change of pace for the game
2: yeah no I mean I I like dying lights and like I say I like the developers themselves and I think. They've done a lot of stuff right this year, you know what I mean? They've, they've put out a great game and they've supported it and they've listened to feedback, you know, off the off the and the, they're always cool and they have these cool little Easter eggs, you know. And they did a load of stuff at Halloween. Totally. Uh, last uh, not Halloween was it Halloween? How long has it been out that game? But they uh, did it came something in this year. April? Oh no, it was April Fool's Day. Yeah, it came out this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did they did something for April Fool's where you could do huge massive jumps and stuff uh, and crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, that's
1: right. That's right. yeah.
2: So they, they, they just keep on doing stuff, and I, I like them for that. I think it's, they're very, very cool. Uh, right. If that's it for you, Seth, we'll I'm move good. on to Duke. Yeah, we'll move on to you, Duke. Yeah. What have, been, what have you been, been doing since we last stuff. spoke to you? What? What have you been what? doing since we last spoke? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of stuff. First
0: of all, I watched uh, Atari Game Over. Uh, this is a documentary film that looks into the fabled dump of – uh, e t video games in the desert in the western United States and it 's actually really good i I put it on because I wanted something on the t v while i was cross stitching and I ended up watching it like with more attention than I expected to because it was just a really interesting look at the early days of Atari and the guy who developed some of their you know most famous games including like Lux's revenge or something—I don't remember what the name of it is—but anyway, he's the same guy who made the ET game. And what they—the conclusion they came to, because they—they followed the people who were who went to the garbage site and the trash dump or the 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 uh, tip, as y'all call it. Um, and the conclusion they came to was. This was not an attempt by Atari to get rid of millions of copies of this game. It wasn't badly received. I mean, it it was and it wasn't, Um, but it wasn't – a lot of people in the documentary say that it's not a bad game for the time, Um, and – They actually point out, and this is true for me. I've never played this game. I don't know anything about it, and it's so hard to judge it now. The ET game, and it's just—it's interesting because it seems like this game was the reason why Atari, you know, lost its market share and never made another console again. But the sense I get from this documentary is that that's really not fair. Ooh. So, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know enough about the details to really say, but I found it really interesting. It's on Netflix streaming, so if anybody's... You know, I think if you're interested in... Oh, it is on Netflix now? Yeah. The History game. Oh, I watch it. Check it out. Atari Game Over.
3: Yeah, it's on. Yeah, I saw it on Netflix uh, yesterday. Yeah. It's yeah. weird.
0: So, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was really good. So, check it out. I will, I will say I do remember
1: playing it as a kid, although I was a really young kid. I was, I don't know, three or four or five years old, somewhere, probably five years old. And I do remember playing that game... And just having no idea what was going on. Like, I could not figure it out. And I had played other games, like Maze Craze and some other ones that I really liked is it, on Atari.
0: Is it, right. And, I mean, the sense I got from... And, again, I haven't played it. I don't really know anything about this game, but... The, the developer was talking about how they really wanted there to be a story and there to be an emotional connection. So whereas a lot of other games were very, very simple and therefore very intuitive, this game was trying to do a lot more than that. And it was at a time when you didn't have a whole lot of resources for that sort of thing. And so it was, if anything, the sense I get is that it was just, you know, mixed signals and, and just a lot of stuff in the game that was really hard to get at. So I don't know. Anyway.
1: Uh, little sides. St- Story. I was at a uh, rummage sale out in the country, outside of La Crosse, Wisconsin, here, just uh, a week or two ago, yeah. and this guy had all this just huge room of really interesting old stuff. He was just kind of a collector, old, just kind of a. I looter, am the collector. And he, but I found. <laughs> An old, I have it right in here. I can send you guys a picture. Uh, an old E.T. Atari cartridge, like original cartridge, and it, for fifty cents.
2: Oh yeah! Wow, so that's that one, that's worth a bit of money. <laughs> money.
1: I was wondering if it would be worth money. I was Drop thinking of framing it or something.
2: You could you could just pretend it was one from the dig site and get even more for <laughs> yeah, it. Somebody said
0: wipe some dirt on it and just you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: <it'll> be fine.
0: Look, <laughs> right, I've got one. <laughs> yes. Uh, And then the other before I get to games I've been playing, I also had another moment uh, related to video games and stuff I was watching, because the Duchess and I have been hardcore pushing through the West Wing, which is a really good show, and we're really enjoying it, and usually on the weekends we'll watch a movie when we're eating dinner or whatever, but lately we've only been watching the West Wing. And there's a character in there who, only after the third or fourth appearance did I realize where I knew his voice from, but so i but i don't have the episode where i did finally realize it but i think you can sort of tell based on this one now i don't know if y'all get this but i'll put it out there in case anybody in the chat can figure this out so here we go this is a character named um senator
2: stackhouse and uh you all probably know susan thomas and amelia gardner howard it's becoming hard for BFA staff. straight. So this isn't the guy
0: talking. He's Without going
2: to talk in just a exactly second. Exactly what hour you are going to drop out and endorse the president?
0: What hour would be best for you, Michael? So that voice, I was just like, where do I know it from? Because I know he was he. I've got some things to tell you, and it's preposterous. There's no way you could get access to that. And I was like, where do I know that from? And then I looked it up on IMDb, and I'm like, no, I haven't seen that movie. No, I haven't. I don't know anything about that. And then I realized. Oh, my God, I know where that's from. Anybody want to take a guess? It What's sounds really familiar, but I can't place it. So the, the actor's name is uh, David Coe, Coe, I think. Richard, no, George mm. Coe, sorry. George Co. George Coe. George Coe. I don't know. He plays Calselmo, the <laughs> court page in Markarth in Skyrim
3: wow uh, right.
2: I was like, oh my god he's in
0: skyrim and diane was like what huh
2: well i did not get that it's, i, I should to... have got that i i mean i've played 30 Damn hours it. of that game i should have definitely known yeah exactly I
0: have and then the other that person way. that was interesting was um and again i don't know if anybody here knows it but uh the there's this woman who's in the show for like Literally two minutes of screen time over three episodes, and I was like, I know her, I know her from somewhere. But she's never, it's, she doesn't have a name in the show. She's only ever referred to as like that guy's brother or whatever, or sister. And I was like, ah. Oh. So I had to spend like ten minutes looking it up, and then finally I found out where she's from, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Diane's like, what? And I told her, she's like, I, know, I never saw that. Um, she's the she's Gwynnie on the Wonder Years. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's a while, I've, a while since I watched that. Watched that show all the time And I was, that was like my favorite show when I was a kid, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's her!" It's and I was looking her up on Wikipedia. Apparently, she's got like a she graduated with like summa cum laude in mathematics
2: in you know, her bachelor's degree, and I was like, "Damn, that's awesome!" So whatever. And well, actually, it's funny you should say that because I was listening to how did this get made today. Oh yeah. And apparently, Dolph Lundgren has got like a master's degree in mathematics or something. Yeah, ridiculous. yeah, yeah. He's like a scientist. Yeah. I'm more surprised. Yeah, he's like mega intelligent. Well, You wouldn't know if you're watching his movie. Now we're talking about intelligent actors.
3: <laughs> um, a non intelligent actor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he, uh, <laughs> on his <laughs> DVD. <laughs> well, he ain't going to listen to it. Fuck him. Well, I could knock him out. All right. He On his DVD commentaries. They're the best thing ever, right? I don't know if you've ever heard a DVD commentary of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but, but basically, you know, a usual commentary is, oh, I remember this scene, it was really cold this day, so-and-so had a flu, it was a really difficult scene to do, and we did it on the third take. You know, interesting anecdotes about the the, the, <laughs> the scene, right? Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, his... Commentaries are basically describing what's happening. So <laughs> in the scene where he he shoots with a gun in Total Recall, he goes, "Look at that! I'm really shocked that I shot the gun." And then in the scene where he's angry at the robotic taxi driver in Total Recall, he goes, "I'm really angry at him because he's not understanding me." You know, he just describes what's, what's going on. in case you make the <laughs> <some> cliff <laughs> notes of what's going, what's going on. Going on in this scene?
0: shut the hell up! I know what's going on in
3: this. This is a fantastic fight scene I have with <laughs> Julia here. <laughs> She's really second. going areas to say how much this this scene
1: was very very confusing because this woman had three breasts she doesn't actually have
3: three (laughs) breasts I come out of my head because I I am on the surface of Mars I have never been to Mars Mars. my ass
0: out of my head so who would have thought
1: that I could somehow interrupt and bring this back to that rummage sale but I can. Yeah.
2: All right, yes. At oh, this dude, rummage sale, go. I swear to God, <laughs> yeah. there
1: was a large yeah, foot and a half tall doll with a button in its chest of Arnold Schwarzenegger as the governor with wow. real speech, like, wow. clips oh. that he had given. I'm going to play Stop. one for you right now. My <laughs> did you buy this
2: as well? Did you buy this? No, I did not buy this.
1: It was like 20 bucks. I was like, I don't need that. But, <laughs> oh, okay. I, pl- but I played this and I recorded it. This is on a doll of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here it comes. Okay.
2: I do to so serve you. I to everyone here today and to all California. I will not forget my oath, and I will not forget you. <laughs> oh, bless <laughs> him. He'll not forget him. Yeah. <laughs> I will not forget
3: you. Look at me. I'm amazed that I shot the gun. It's amazing.
2: I'm such an amazing actor. <laughs> uh, do you know funnily enough there is another link between Dolph lundgren and arnold schwarzenegger yes what's that uh, uh that Dolph lundgren is currently in post-production for kindergarten cop 2 okay so, uh, well, moving on back to what i've been playing sorry yeah, what have you My been playing because i was leading
0: into movies okay uh it's your fault yeah i played some more cod black ops 2 which is good and you know what i realized nah. Here's the thing we, I, I suck at this game. Like I have we, uh, a ratio that's like eighty percent, maybe. It never gets uh, to one. Like it's always point eight or whatever. Yeah. I die a lot more than I kill. Okay? So I'm not great. A good sure. game for me is breaking even, you know? Get as many kills as I die. Okay. But yep. there's a lot of people in this game who have like every round it's like thirty and two. Thirty one and three. And I'm Countless. like, okay, look. Countless. Well,
2: the glitching, well, the, the glitching,
0: mom. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> and you don't know. I mean, the, they don't know if they're just really good and they're pathetic because they play the game all the time or if they're hacking. And I, You're just like,
2: telling yourself that.
0: <laughs> well, that's the, no, but here's the thing. Look, because I've played it a lot on the Xbox and the <laughs> PS3, right? So I know, you know, the usual ebb and flow of the game. And I'm used to losing on there. And like I said, I'm not great at this game. So I'm accepting the fact that there are some people who are just really good. But when I watch the kill cams, sometimes it's just like so accurate. They just get headshot after headshot after headshot. And I'm like, that just seems unrealistic. And every round. So, I mean, that's the thing. You don't know. And it's just me. Yeah, I'm not trying to be just Mr. Sour Pants, But on the other hand, it's like, it's not fun either way. You know, like, again, they need some sort of ability grouping, but whatever. Anyway, when I get frustrated with that, I go play Battlefield 4, I've been playing some more Rust, uh, I've been playing Simply Chess, which I think I've mentioned is a free game on Steam.
2: You did, you did.
0: Yeah, and i have been. Actually, are you getting better? I am getting, better, getting better, actually, because I went and looked up on chess.com some of the sort of, okay, you know the rules, now how do you get better at the game? And they had some intro videos about like, here are your strategies at the opening, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, and I tried it and it worked. So I was like, yes! So I've beaten like the first seven levels, and there's like a hundred on simply chess so obviously i've got a long way to go but i don't know it's cool because i feel like even you know i I, i'm still a total noob and i'm still not very good so i'll make a move and i'll be like wait a minute i'm gonna lose my queen now and then he doesn't
2: take it and i'm like why didn't you take my queen that's ridiculous so do you know do you know what's weird dude though if like if i didn't know what you've just told me and someone said what games do you think Duke's really good at? <laughs> one of those games would have been chess. Yeah, no. See, I would have bet my life th- that you were a good chess player. That's because I've been playing Go for
0: 15 years. If I had been playing <laughs> Go for 15 years, I probably would have gotten good at chess. But because I love Go so much and I've gotten decent at it, I'm not great, but I'm decent. So that's where all my strategy and thinking has gone into in terms of board games. But I would like to get better at chess because you know it's one of those games that a lot of people know how to play. And it's just really cool when you meet somebody if you can sit down and play a game of chess with them. So, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Bedlam. Woo! I won. Yay. But I only won on easy. So, woo. here's the other thing. When I won on easy, I was like, oh, sweet, I'm going to get an achievement. And then it didn't give an achievement. I was like, what? Now, is that because I had on easy, Seth? Or is it because I had a promo copy and there's no achievements on that? <laughs> no, it's because you did it on easy. Yep. Oh, man. So, I will get some. You suck. Eventually. Well, I do if suck. you make it to Estec City
2: on normal or,
0: or Bedlam, you will get an achievement.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's because you had it on noob setting. Right. Let's talk about
0: games that I've played recently. Um, Villagers and Heroes Reborn. So... This was a game, I don't remember how I came upon this. I think I was probably just looking at the free games on Steam. High on drugs. <laughs> I was probably high on <laughs> drugs, including meth and crack, um, which is a great combination. Each of those drugs, you know. <laughs> they work so
2: drugs. well together. It's, like, yes, the it's like a hand in a glove.
0: I know people said they were, uh, you know, feeling energized after drinking Tornado, but let me tell you this. When you <laughs> fix meth and crack, <laughs> Let me introduce it's you called called Ethan. the witches right. brew, and crack.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, villagers and heroes reborn. Uh, basically, the way it is it, looks it, shit. Well, <laughs> the graphics are very basic. Um, it's not a great game, but it's 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 got a lot to it, and it's decent, and it's free. But it's sort of like Guild Wars two if there were non aggressive mobs, which is annoying because then it feels totally lackluster. And what
2: is that jumping mechanic all about? This
0: person's jumping over and over again. There's really no reason for that.
3: <laughs> that looks like the best part of the game.
0: <laughs> it does. That looks exciting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, to be fair, like for a free game, it's you know, it's decent enough. But uh, I played it for like 10 minutes and I was like, eh, I'm done with this. So anyway. But I didn't pay for it, I don't think. So I hope I didn't pay for it. <laughs> I don't think I've I don't know I would abandon it after five minutes if I had paid for it, so whatever. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Uh <laughs> Journal is a game that I did pay for, but it was only like a dollar because it was one of those it was weird. This week on Steam's you know, every week Steam has like seventy games for five cents each. Uh at the start of the week, you know, they had a big list of games that are on sale. So, Journal was one of them. And I was intrigued because it's story-driven, it's female protagonist, and it's got kind of an unusual art style. And it's a yeah. walking simulator. And I know, do
2: you have some weird new name Ooh, for these. Ooh, I, I like it. Uh, first-person exploration no, game. No, no, what I no. like to call them now. Well, this isn't first-person anyway. So
0: no, this isn't first-person. So, person. it doesn't
2: fit. It's not, it's not more one it's more not more. One. But it's a walking simulator. You walk around and talk to people. The end. It's a third-person exploration game, then. Is it's that what you're saying? It's these games that, again, is
0: like, oh, all the pages from my journal have been destroyed. I have to find out why. And you don't know anything well, about the character. I f- here's what I feel like. I think in these games, when you are the protagonist, they need to give you some kind of heads-up about who you are. Because if you watch a movie or you read a book, you don't just get thrown into the scenario. Or if you do, then they very quickly find a way to reveal some things about the characters. But these games just throw you right in there, and you start, you're start. you supposed to be making these decisions based on nothing. This is one of my main complaints, one of my only complaints about the first Walking Dead season, which is you're supposed to be making these choices about a character you know nothing about. And I just don't think that's good storytelling. So, whatever. Overall, Journal is an interesting game because it's... Um, telling a story about teenagers in high school and it's got some interesting emotional elements in it it's not a very straightforward story there's a lot of ambiguity on purpose and it's about someone dealing with stress social anxiety depression other things um it's decent there are all these constant cutscenes with like after you finish a day's worth of escapades or whatever, you go back home. And then it has this cutscene about like a carnival, and it's all told in silhouettes. And then the guy went to the carnival, and he spoke to the lion. And, all that. and I'm just like, who cares? Get back to the game, please. So ultimately, I'd say Journal is okay, but it's not
3: great. I wouldn't give it a big thumbs up. But so, Let me describe what's going on on the screen right now. Is You're looking at a table... And it's got a mug and a light switch and a pencil and some sort of notebook. And like, the image on the notebook is like sketched out, colored in yeah. art. And that's the game. That's and you, and you
0: control characters walking around in that notebook. Okay. So the whole story is told from the point of view of that notebook. And then occasional noise hot, I'll give it nice that, art. and the, you know the writing is decent, especially for teenagers, like a lot of times games that have young people in them, the writing won't be realistic Was, uh, uh, to talk like forty year old scientists, and it's like no, I'm sorry what a you need to talk like that, yeah, exactly, so I don't know, it's not great, but it's
2: eh, uh, Stu, you might like this, I don't know, I'm looking at it now, I don't know whether this is my kind of thing, yeah, really. Uh, yeah, right? I don't know. Or oh, a little I don't know. ephemeral. Are you clunky and... me right now. Is this, you <laughs> No, I, just, I don't know. not the intellectual heft. No, I, no I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I like my it's walking cool. simulators in first person. I like to be wandering around in the environment because that's the part of the reason I like those sorts of games is because, for instance, right, in The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, it takes you to a place that I could Ugh. never really go to. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's cool to walk well, around Wisconsin? some of that space... Yeah, I've never been to Wisconsin. Have I, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm unlikely to go, isn't you know, I guess. But it's a, it's a nice place to walk around. Do you know what I mean? It's in and like everybody's gone to the rapture. That reminds me of when I was a teenager, and it's like the a village structure. in the UK, the and it's is about, about twenty minutes. <laughs> no, but like cool. no, but it's cool. No, but it's cool to and explore
3: and sh- back by the end of this show.
2: <laughs> but what I like, what I like about those games is the exploration and the walking around stuff. I'm not keen well, on side scrolling.
0: This is about following the story and trying to find yes, out who you I'm need, need to talk to you next in order to get the story to progress and all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, yeah whatever. Like, I don't. I'm not like going to. like to point out
3: in, in the chat, Hardy Dunn said, Why are the trees pulsating? And then Jason Gulliher said, Tornado. <laughs> <a> tornado <laughs> yeah, though. they've been drinking all that. T- Weird. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: it's, it's the very simple kind of animation where it's like, you know, one thing has got two sketches
3: and it keeps switching between them. Do you want another technical term? Do you want another technical term for that? What about animation? Uh, no, <laughs> what about animation? No, the, that technical term, when they swap it from two or three different versions of the drawing, is called boil.
0: All right, good to know. After Susan Boyle? Yes. (laughs) I I, I actually thought I was (laughs) going to be... I thought I was going to be a brag about the fact that I played a game that you hadn't. And then I heard the final day of your Eurogamer, and I was like, damn it, they played it. Um, Because Rainbow Six the Siege had a beta key on uh, some humble bundle a couple weeks ago. And then it unlocked this past weekend. It's not this weekend that we're recording, but the weekend before. So I played Rainbow Six The Siege. And, and? much like y'all, and? I was not blown away.
2: No. Um, oh, I played God, this too, no. actually,
0: yeah. Oh, no, yeah, okay.
2: Damn. So hey, um, no. So one, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <a noise> <laughs> n- <laughs> uh-uh. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> the thing rough.
0: I loved about – I mean, okay, first of all, Rainbow Six, Vegas, and Vegas 2 are the only Rainbow Six games I've ever played. So I went posting some of the things I'm about to say on the Rainbow Six Reddit, and people were like, you don't actually like Rainbow Six. You don't you know. You no, no, don't know. You don't know. i fine. Jesus Christ. Settle down. People on Reddit – People on Reddit are so pedantic and annoying sometimes. It's like, shut up. Can't you possibly try to think about the spirit I was intending my comments in? Whatever. Um, but the the so Rainbow Six Vegas and Vegas 2 tended to move slowly, and that's something you mentioned about this game during uh, when you played it at Eurogamer Chenny, is that yeah. it was slow. And that's uh-huh. I didn't really mind that, but the thing that bothers me is one of the things that was good about the slowness was you used to be able to hug a wall and then poke around the side of it. And it was about that slow kind of strategic. Where is he at? Let me see if I can find him down that corridor. And now that mechanic is gone. There's no more leaning on cover. Um, The structure of the game, the terrorist hunt is fine because it's just, you know, kind of like a horde mode except you're going into the house instead of already being in there. Um, And the other game mode is like the Counter-Strike Global Offensive bomb game where you have to find the bomb and disable it. And it just felt really generic and I was really not blown away by the game.
3: And also, I think they're trying, to sell, they're trying to sell the game big on, on this destructibility right. of the environment and, and essentially it's, it's it's attack and defend that's all it is right. and it's a very small map yeah. uh, you're very sort of they, they try and jazz it up with different sort of things and gadgets you've got and if I hadn't had that guy next to me telling me what to do yeah. I'd have been very confused on this demo so I, I sort of feel for the people that didn't have that person next to them telling them what to do because half the gadgets I used I never would have noticed right. the fact that you can repel it up every wall I didn't even fucking know yeah. and it's just it's just a case of attack and defend, and you've got a few gadgets to defend, and you've got a few gadgets to attack, and that's it. And I, I think that can be fun as a game mode, and I, and I think that's fine. But like, that's pretty thin for a for a Rainbow Six game when you compare it to the original Duke. In fact, I, I'm a massive fan of the original. I actually played the original, so I would have been one of those snobs on Reddit going, "Actually, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about." Because the the brilliant thing about the original was. Before the game started, you had this over map, right? Yeah. You had this overview of this thing, and you could plot, you could plot where your squad would go so you could like, go to point A and you would know exactly where that would be because you did it on the previous overview map before the game started and it was it was a fantastic sort of attack on, on, a, on a base and that's essentially what this is but you're, you're doing it with real people now. the problem with real people is they don't do what the fuck you tell them to especially <laughs> online you know I'm sure in a real SWAT situation everybody's on point but we're talking about fucking idiots on the internet here who will do anything I mean for example I'm one of them i just blew up the room where the bomb was uh just for fun you know i just i thought fuck it why not um it's it's a very different game i I didn't feel it i didn't feel it at all
0: yeah and the matchmaking was kind of weak and there i had some bugs from time to time i mean you know the mechanics were generally fluid and you're going up and down and it's fine and i did like the fact you could repel up anything and you know i felt like i could move around the map pretty easily but I don't know.
3: Destructibility has been a thing for like ten years
0: now, right? When was the first Bad Company game?
3: Well, Bad Company won, I think that was two thousand eight, and that was the big on destructibility. And it didn't really do a ton of it, you right. know. It's but Red Faction was much more. Red Faction was famous for it. Red Faction yeah, was the exactly. game where uh, yeah. you know you could knock, you could sort of break any wall and stuff, and right.
1: yeah. I I wasn't personally blown away by playing it, even though I I was. Uh, I was a true Rainbow Six fan, Duke. I used to play yeah. back on the original
3: Xbox, Rainbow Six 3. I didn't. No, Steph. <laughs> no, no. no. I played on the PC
2: before. Oh, the Xbox. PC. So, <laughs>
0: fuck. <laughs> In other words. Oh,
2: yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Say the magic word. <laughs> For me, the fact that it doesn't have single player, which is something I actually do enjoy in, in personal things like that, it kind of is crazy to me. But I will say with the destruction, it's, it is a, re- a lot different than the way Battlefield does it and, and Red Faction and other games like that, because really the way they do destruction is almost kind of funneled. But then the balance of it, I think, when when teams have had chances on these maps to get to know them, is basically, okay, which routes do you shut off? And yeah. so it almost makes a little different map every time, because you only get so many of those, those big things that you can, you know, when you can block somebody from destroying a wall. Yeah,
0: that's, that's fine.
1: And then there's, like, certain doors, you know, you can do those things, and I think when people choose, okay, I'm going to put it here, I'm going to put it here, and then it means, oh, well, now that means the new doorway somebody can make is in a different part of the map. I think... Yeah that strategic way of destruction is kind of interesting, even even though I didn't think it was amazing when I was playing it.
0: I was just watching the video that Shinny has up. I'm wondering if anybody knows, can you blow up the stairs?
3: I don't think so. Because that would just, make sorry. it
0: very interesting. That would make a, the game
3: a bit different, right? I think um, <laughs> yeah. I think that there are only certain parts of the map that you can actually destroy.
0: Yeah, that, I think that could be interesting if you had things like that, where you had, you know, suddenly it becomes a very different thing to get up to where people are, or you know, you yeah. put spikes down so if
2: they were to jump down or whatever. I don't know.
0: Cut someone's rappel line. That would be cool. I
2: don't know. You can't yeah, put Bob Boy down. Yeah. So what you're saying is, you you want Home Alone the video game? Oh, I want me <laughs> <laughs> Home Alone. I want, oh, yeah, you have to put toy cars on the floor and shit. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And now that will be. Funny. Speaking of which, there's a new game in uh, early access called Eden Star or something, and it looks like a futuristic... It looks like Halo meets Rust. And I was like, yes, this looks awesome, but it's $20, and a lot of the reviews say, well, there's not much content
2: yet. And I was like, oh, it looks good! But I'm going to wait till there's more content. Yeah, you got to wait. By the way, I don't know whether you're aware, but um, Activision has, has announced this week that the PS3 and 360 versions of Black Ops 3 will have no campaign. <laughs> Are they going to make the game cheaper? Yes. yes. I, good. I, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's just multiplayer in zombie mode and that's nothing only else. $10, um, only $10 only, cheaper. Yeah, yeah,
0: only $10. Uh, that's about yeah, how much yeah. the campaign's worth. Oh, I said it. Ooh. That's true, though. People are saying
3: <laughs> that because when you think about time spent on each mode, Yeah. that's probably about right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah and then yeah, finally, yeah. the last game i am playing is one that was free this weekend uh, called Speedrunners.
3: Which this is quite famous, this game. I don't, I don't understand,
0: understand why this game is famous. Like, there's overwhelmingly positive. There's all these things in the forums. Someone mentioned it on Reddit, and I was like, what the fuck? It's like N+, <laughs> but, like, just running around a map. And, I mean, it's cute. It's fun. You jump on things. You grapple on things.
3: It's, tri- it's amazingly popular on, on YouTube and Twitch and stuff. It's it's very well it.
0: like, I, I, I You know, it's kind of fun. Like, I would maybe buy it for, like, a dollar, but it was like, it's $7 or something. And I'm like, what?
3: I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> well, I would buy it for a dollar, but not seven. Is it, uh, is is it basically micro-machines and N-Plus put together, is that? Pretty much. It's just you
0: yeah. You use power I mean, it looks kind of cool. It's cute, it and it's it works fine. I just didn't feel like I get was it. blown away by it, and I didn't it's get it. It's just not for you. I guess. Is, yeah,
2: it's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what you need to play play
0: is stickbold. <laughs> I, w- I was interested in that. You know what else I was interested in? I want to ask, and then I'm done. Uh, you mentioned some one dimensional game. Yes. Was that actually yeah. one dimensional, or did you like yes. move
2: up and down out of the line? No. It was, it was called Line Wobbler. So what do you do in this game? It was it was basically a strip of LED lights, so one single strip of lights. Right. And it had you know, one of those springy door stoppers. Yeah, springy. I that. Was the controller, right? Okay, and basically you had to get your. You had like a green LED light that started at the bottom, and you had to move it using the springy uh, controller and get it round to the top of the the line to the other end of the line, and that was kind of it. But it had like enemies would would come and they were like red lights, and you had to avoid them. And when you wobbled, you could you could blow them up and stuff. It is so hard to describe, but it was very cool. What was? But it, it was more line wobbler line wobbler all right well uh
3: well the, it the, it will be featured on the on the video so you'll look yeah like so you like will get to see year. what
2: it looks like
0: right. yeah next year <laughs> uh, well i'm looking at it now
2: yeah it's very funny I did ask the, I did ask the guy how he was going to put this into production he really had no idea <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know I ain't got a fucking clue That's it was I like I have no idea
0: I mean but so. it's like, you either wait for the red thing to go away or
2: you don't <laughs> yeah no it, you understand it better when you're playing it there are distinctive levels and it's quite intuitive once you get used to it Nothing against, the, does, nothing against the guy, but he ain't going to win any game of the years anytime soon. <laughs> no, it isn't, but it was cool. It was a cool thing to be there, you know, just see something totally different. Uh, and Bongo got particularly incensed with it because he's like, it's not a video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bongo got <laughs> angry about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was. He got angry about it. It's not a game. <laughs> it's not a video game. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're anyway, right. Who cares? Anyway, yeah. that's me. I'm done. Is that you? Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll quickly go through what I've played. Because I've played uh, this very week the highest-rated game of the year so far. Oh, what's that? On Metacritic. Uh, which is called... When you look at it, you probably wouldn't know. Uh, but the game's called Undertale. Have you heard of this? I saw that. Yeah, I've heard of it. What is... Well, it's, it's, it's currently sat on 97 on Metacritic Jeez. at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and it's... It's the first game I've played since Monkey Island that reminds me of Monkey Island. Well, uh, Monkey Island it's... 2, did that remind you of Monkey Island? <laughs> yeah, it kind of did. Can't. <laughs> but no, it's. You serious? It's very funny. It's very, very funny. It's, it's uh, an RPG. It's a pixel, obviously pixel art. Uh, very, very basic to look at. But it's very well written. There's no actual talking text, they all make a noise. You know what I mean? They're all sort of like, when they're talking and stuff. But it's all written text. And you're basically a dude who's fallen down a big hole into the underworld and you have to try and escape from it. So that's kind of it, really. That's kind of the top and bottom. But it's got a very, very unique uh, turn-based battle system. Now, normally, I'm not a mad fan on turn-based combat. You are not. But I'm not, (laughs) no. But what they do in this game, it's very unique. It's very very unique in so much yeah. as, uh, very it's subtle a t- plug. It's a, <laughs> a, yeah, <I> <laughs> it's it's a time based attack. So basically, you've got it's a, it's almost like you know the meter that you have on a golf game. That'd be
0: awesome if you came on with something, and that's all you said. Like every now and then, just, just every now and then. <laughs> okay, sorry, the meter on a golf game, yes.
2: Yeah, it's like the meter on the golf game, and you have to get it in the middle to get the perfect attack. And depending on the difficulty of the opponent, depends on how fast it goes backwards also and forwards. To... The the penalty system works in FIFA and so, reloading in yeah. Gears of yeah. War. Yeah, so it does that, right? Okay, but then when and you're the defending, that do, that, do that as well. <laughs> gosh, I'm the... when, about... you're, <laughs> when you're defending, it's them. like twin. It's like a twin stick shooter, right? So. The enemy will send stuff at you in a little box, and you've got a heart, which is your soul, and you have to avoid everything that comes at you. How can a heart be a soul? That's completely fallacious. I don't. Look, it's an RPG. (laughs) Um, That's an explanation (laughs) for anything. I don't know. know. How (laughs) can you fall into the underworld? I don't know. It's just a game. I'm not bothered about (laughs) it so much as I am a heart being a soul. Uh, Anyway... Well, it. Well, Chini's turned it off before We even got to the graphics. No, no, no. I'm ahead, <laughs> you welly head, because all I was getting was fucking
3: the text screen at the start. <laughs> because pal- these YouTube videos text- that you link to are these YouTubers that go, oh, let's make a funny name like cock, right? And they spend 20 minutes yeah, on this fucking title. To be fair, that is, is a pretty is, funny, is, funny, is, funny name. It is, it is a pretty it funny is name. Right? It's
1: not
0: as funny a good... as Skyshine Bedlam,
2: though. <laughs> no. The cool feature is right. You can th- complete the whole game without actually killing anyone in the
0: game. Oh, yeah, game. I think I did see something about that. And I, I was like, what you, you want to do that?
2: You can talk yourself out of every single fight and still it, win a fight. I think you mean you can do that that your wife out
0: of every single con- fight. You can. You talk uh, yourself out of every fight is
2: very different. <laughs> ah, I so, think you better not try to fight this guy. You're going to get killed. So, for instance, right, let me give you an example. Okay. I'll give you an example. Okay. So There's on the looking thing on the screen. Yeah. Well that's that, that's sort of talking. You can talk to, to me and you you get an option of different sort of questions that you can ask or, or responses. Right. Uh, and one of them was we, we had to fight an enemy that was like a dog in armour. Okay. As, and when I say we, Millie was playing this with me, she thought it was kind of funny. She liked it. Uh but anyway, we're fighting this dog in armour, and the first thing I had I hope to do you chose was chose
0: the name cock.
2: I know was throw a stick for it. So you throw a stick for the dog, and the dog gets the stick. Okay. Good job. Uh, then that, you have didn't to... this come out on the Nintendo Wii Plus? Like, this... I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but then you have to pet the dog, you see. So you pet the dog. Then he goes a bit sleepy... Then you have to feed the dog, I, that, and you I'm have sure to go. This is Nintendo's right now. But <laughs> that was literally what he was like. And when you'd done everything you needed to do, he was contented. You see. So
0: basically, oh this God. is the exact same game as Dark Souls 2. That's what you're saying. It sorry, is exactly.
2: This a frog. There's a frog on the screen
3: now. It's probably not on your is. screen. This frog looks like it's it's suffering from fucking post traumatic stress disorder. It's, <laughs> it's fucked up man. Froggy. Get it's there. We, have
0: no, we don't want to make fun of post-traumatic stress disorder. It's a serious thing. I think yeah. the frog looks like he's suffering from scurvy and diarrhea.
2: <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, needless to say, it doesn't look a lot to look at. But I've it already doesn't. put... No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It doesn't. But I've put in about three hours so far on this game. Uh... And it's it's just funny. I mean, you come That's across two. I look at this and I I'm just like I don't get
0: it. I mean, no.
2: <laughs> right.
0: And each room, okay, each room you go into. Any other game, each... these graphics would be ridiculed out of the building. the The gameplay has no killing. I'm just like, what? This game looks no, like no, it was came...
3: drawn in uh, in Microsoft Paint.
2: It looks like it was made in no. RPG Maker. You can kill every enemy if, you, if that's what you want to do. But you've also got the option of just talking your way out of every fight and not killing anything. You know, So it gives you those options. Uh, but the other thing is every room is a puzzle. So yeah, so each room you go into, you have to solve a puzzle to get out of it. So it has all these other puzzles and stuff to do. So it, it's, I like it a lot. I mean, I'm, it, it's very charming. The writing's really, really funny. Uh, I've done stuff in, the, in this game I've never done in any other game before. And it did make yeah, me feel hard. a little bit... It made me feel a bit dirty. You know, I had to have a shower afterwards.
0: This from a man who Uh, had sex on a unicorn in The
2: Witcher 3. That is true. That is true. Yeah, but he's crossed the line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, it it is good. I can totally recommend it. Does it deserve the the 97 it's got on Metacritic? I'm not sure just yet.
0: Well, hang on a second, Stu. Let me interrupt you there because – the gameplay we're looking at on the screen right now. The person said, "I want you to walk to the other end of the room by yourself," and he was That's walking. True. And there was a path that went up,
2: and then sometimes it went down on the screen. That's true. Well, you see, but, down. but you'll, but you'll see what you see. There's a bit of comedy here. You see, there's comedy. It's 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 just interesting. I don't know. I don't know what else to say to you, but I I actually I quite Duke- like. I think you should play this for next week. <laughs> I think mean, you should. It's not that expensive actually. It's about ten dollars, so $10! it's not even. Jesus
4: Christ! Oh, you do not know Duke very well.
0: <laughs> so it isn't a massive. It's not a massive I'll amount. I'm it up money, right so... now to see how much it really is.
2: What made you buy this game, Stu? The the, the reviews. It's ten it, dollars. It is ten dollars. Uh, yeah, I think it was partly the reviews, but also I was just intrigued. <laughs> Because it looked so basic. I'm like, how can this have 97 on Metacritic? You know what I mean? How can this be the the highest rated game that's come out this year (laughs) so far? Do you know what I mean? And it's ranking is number
0: 12. Here's one of the reviews. A game I am possibly never going to play again for the rest of my life. That's the whole review. 128 of 158 people, 81%, found this review helpful. What the hell is wrong with people?
2: It's it's just awesome. Um, And the other thing is, it's number 12. Get this, it's number 12 on Metacritic Metacritic of games of all time. It's sat at number 12. Here's um, another (laughs) full review. This
0: is the whole review. This game is good for anybody who is interested in any one of the following One, Earthbound. Two, Tumblr. Three, Feelings. If you enjoy any of these things, please buy this game promptly. The end. That. What? Four, no graphics. (laughs) (laughs) No graphics.
2: Look, it's fine. It's fine. Look, give it a whirl. I'm not give it it's no show,
0: a, a whirl.
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. All
0: right, there's a free it's, demo. It's, Here we go.
2: It's clever. It's very, very clever. I will so. play
0: the free demo.
2: Okay. 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 Uh, so, yeah, I've played that. Uh, I've played a little bit of Soma. Uh, so I did get Soma. this.
3: And I Game from the Soma.
2: La, 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 Soma. Chugga, chugga, this is from the people who made uh, amnesia, frictional games, and uh, Soma, I got to the bit that was a bit scurrying and then I didn't play anymore for a bit. <laughs> Wait, so, isn't that the whole game? I know. Yeah, so you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. What They've done some very interesting things in this game, because I don't know whether you know the twist or not. Do you know the twist on this game? It's not... No. I guess it's a, it's a bit of it's a not spoiler. spoiler
3: it happened at the start. Fucking hell.
2: Oh, it, does, it does happen at the start. But... All the robots that you talk to and interact with in the game have human voices. Okay. So they're not. It's not like a robotic voice. Does that kind of make sense? It's it's very weird. Is it like her? Is the, the the game? Is it like what? Sorry. The movie Her,
0: where the dude falls in love with his operating system.
2: I've never. Have never you not seen that.
0: this? Oh, dude, you have got to see this movie. Is you that, seen this? Is that like? I've still never is seen it, I, but yeah, I really want to. God, I'm Phoenix, surrounded by it. Go see this movie right now; it's awesome. I love it's, the one. You haven't watched
3: it? I haven't
2: watched it too. No, yeah, of course, yeah, I know yeah. you Do haven't
0: watched. it. You've never seen anything.
2: Uh, is that <laughs> is it? A, is it a remake of Together in Electric <laughs> no! Dreams? No. Well, that's what happens in that film.
1: Spike <laughs> wow, Jones, is that right yeah.
2: title you said, so I don't even know. Uh, Together in Electric Dreams. That's what that he, he falls it's in love with his computer. Let me go back to yeah, so so uh, um, oh, uh, it's very interesting, and it, it it makes you do a lot of what what would be considered unethical things, like stab a man. No, what is, I don't know. For instance, the hell is the shit? Have you ever heard this? Is Giorgio Moroder that is God. right there. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I can't the believe you have never heard of, that the of it. This year came what? out hold on. You're talking about
3: can some freeze can we freeze show. stop. Can <laughs> we stop the fucking show please? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but anyway, so we have got my right summer. Okay. Wrong, please. Just please to, just to give you walking I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to finish, man. Um, yeah, so one of the just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, one of the very early things you have to do and this is in the first sort of hour or two according <laughs> to this video. Sorry, say what? The very first thing I've saw in this video is open a fridge and a cupboard. That's what. You oh have yeah, to that go. that's very very early. No, a bit further on from that. When you finally get onto the underwater station, right? Okay. Uh, one of the things you have to do, you have to power up a computer.
0: I see they right? still do this stupid thing where in order to open a door, you have to walk backwards.
2: Oh yeah, you have to pull a back on Excuse the on the mouse me. when you're doing it. Uh, but anyway, right. Like, that all being said, right, you have to power up a computer to turn on the equipment and stuff, right? Okay. okay. But to do it, you, ha- you have to unplug a robot that's sort of in a bad way on the floor, but it's got electrical t- cords stuck in it. Do not
0: unplug me!
2: Yeah, but it's like that, but in a really, like, pleading human voice. And it's stop. horrible. Oh, and you unplug God. it, and then it's like, oh, why did you do that to And it's, it's like, and it's pleading with you to plug it back in and stuff, and it's really horrible. Does it sound uh, don't make me break my foot off in your ass! <laughs> No, it doesn't, but it is... They should
0: it, do a mod where he replaces all of the
2: sad robot voices uh, with that. Uh, but he does all that. Anyway, I've been playing <laughs> now that. you're talking about games and, that I would play. I know, <laughs> I'm, right? I'm quickly, quickly going to finish because I have played a load of Metal Gear Solid 5. I'm still climbing oh, away You
0: that. I
2: can't hear more about now. that. Putting and then the other, the only other thing that I've played is a game called Split. I don't know how else you pronounce it. It's called Split. How do you spell S-P-L- uh hyphen T. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I would pronounce it. Yep. Yep. So so that's that's I've been playing that. And it's it's a very interesting I think actually you, you would like Well this. what platform is this on? Uh it's on the it's on the iPad. So it's an iPad, iPhone, whatever you game. You had me
0: at split and then you lost me with
2: iPad. And it's um yeah, split, and it's by Simogo, who did Year Walk and Device Six and all that, that kind of stuff. That reminds
0: me, Thirty Nine Steps was also on the Steam sale of the week, and I bought that,
2: so I'm gonna be playing. Ah, it's good. That's good. That's just a. It's, it really is Happy. just a book. Get off. My it's back. just an interactive book, but it's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of just a, an interesting, weird game, and you have to split like the squares. I can't even begin to explain it. The only way to to explain it is just to play it. Sort of like Kicks back in the day. I have no idea. But (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea. Anybody ever play that? Kicks? QIX? No. That was a good game. No. I never played that game. Uh but anyway, you is it, it basically you've got to split split up the gaming area into cubes and rectangles and stuff. Well it's mainly rectangles actually, there's no cubes at all. Uh but into rectangles and then when Life. you get four of the same size next to each other, it will then put a number in those, and the number is the number of splits on the screen yes. at one. this game is as boring as it sounds. <laughs> it, it but it, it's a little bit of Tetris going on as well it's boring. and I'm bored now. You do get your head around it eventually. Anyway, that's it. That's everything for me this week. And uh, we've only got Chini left. And then we've Uh, got to do emails because we've got time for any news. So, Chini. Boring. Chini. (laughs) What else have you been doing? Right. Uh, Well,
3: I haven't had a lot of time to play video games because 12 hours of audio doesn't edit itself. Sorry, Chini. Uh,
0: I have to interrupt. You said you finished Fallout New Vegas on the uh, little. Oh
3: yeah, I did. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, like, that was before. Did you, you ever beat
0: Boone? B- yes. Oh, good. Did you do his mission
3: with his wife? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I killed her. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait a minute. What? What? what, what you, you killed his wife?
3: No, hold on. I didn't kill his wife. Oh. No, I killed him.
0: I no, no, I killed it. the wrong You're person. No. lie to me.
3: No, no, I um. He, he basically you have to find the person that sort of fucked him fucked him over yeah. with his wife. Yeah. So I just picked the and you what you do for, I know Duke you know this but what you do in the game hey. Boone hey. spoilers for Fallout New Vegas get a life Boone is um, a sniper he's he's on guard and he, he watches the town of Novak yeah. Um, oh, yeah, 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 with his yeah. sniper rifle from the dinosaur mouth and he basically says like find out who it is and I'll trust you and just wear the beret and stand next to the dinosaur <laughs> and you dinosaur. chose some random person didn't you and I just chose the person that I thought was a fucking complete idiot <laughs> who did you choose the guy who sells the things in the shop, because he's just a twat.
0: Oh, yeah, well, he is a jerk, and there's no loss there.
3: But you didn't punish the person who needed to be punished! No, I, I wanted to high-five her, but I,
2: oh, I couldn't... oh no, <laughs> that's not okay! She's a horrible, horrible... Person. Whoa, 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 Duke, we're talking about chinny here. Have you learned nothing? You're, you're talking to the person, right? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you something Prats. else that I
3: did in New <laughs> Vegas. Uh, <laughs> strap it for this one, right? So I was... <laughs> Um, all about the brotherhood, right? I was going in there and I was doing all the missions for them and I was doing things and doing things and I I sorted out all their shit and I, I got them to sort of get out there a bit more because their old leader was shit. Did all that. Uh, and then um, I found out there was no quests for them. Like, there was nothing left to do apart from, like, you know, sort of be one of them. Right. And they said, Oh, to be one of us, you have to kill off all of the, uh, the Van Graaff. And I went, Already done it. Fucking <laughs> sign me up. Just do it. I, I went in there and wrapped them all up immediately. All right, come on. Yeah. So there was like, Okay, well, we, we don't need any proof. We'll just take your word for it. <laughs> uh, and uh, sign me up. Kill it, and, the head. And, and yeah, and 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 I became a brotherhood I was like, Yes, this is gonna unlock more missions. No. And then so what I did was uh I forgot who said it, but basically someone said, Oh I was somebody from the N C R said Oh, can you maybe get rid of the uh Brotherhood? And I, so I went back and I talked I oh, to every Mr. Everybody.
0: House, didn't it? Did you go with Mr. House?
3: No, no, it was the woman from the NCR. Oh,
0: okay. Well, they all basically say the same thing. There's these factions during the final fight. We're going to need their help or need them out of the way. So we'll do this.
3: And that was all about them. I befriended everybody. I really liked everybody in the brotherhood. Uh, So I naturally went to the, to the course. (laughs) Oh
0: my God. Did you help out the bombers at the airstrip? Yes, I did. See, the thing I loved most about, well, one of the things I loved about New Vegas is when that final fight actually happens I had totally forgotten about the boomers, I guess they're called the boomers. And then the plane flies overhead I was like, "Yes! I
3: fixed that plane." Dude, what's up? What when did that happen cuz I don't remember that.
0: During the final fight at one point, like this plane flies overhead and bombs the uh Kaisar's legion and I was like, "Yes!"
3: Spoilers. I don't remember that. Spoilers. I don't remember. <laughs> um but anyway, um I I uh I found I, I killed all of uh Caesar sose's legion, and yeah, um, take that. I had I had Benny sort of kneeling there, and he said, "Look, you know, I uh, just let me go," and and I, I thought he's a bad guy like me, you know. Look, like, I can sort of empathy empathise with him in a way, so I shot him in the head and. <laughs> <blew>. <laughs> Nice. Uh, uh, and then. Um, the Boone story,
0: which is the last thing I'll say about it, but I think the Boone story is really beautiful because when you find out what happened, and I'm not going to say it, but, you know, yeah, I will. We've been given spoilers all over the place for Fallout New Vegas. Yep. The woman who sold, not only did she sell his wife into slavery, but she was yeah. pregnant and they, they wanted the kid. Yes. It's like, that's so Absolutely. sick. And so you take her out, and then he kills her, and then it's just the end of it. And, like, this, the quest just ends, and everything just sucks as much as it did before that, and there's no feeling of justice. I just felt like that was a
3: really well made story. Well, in, in my New Vegas, you know, it's not all bad because he thinks, well, thank you for uh, letting me kill the person that was responsible. And, and I sh- got rid stop. of something that um, I hated, you know, and I just feel fantastic <laughs> about that. Um, I, th- there is a lot more for me to do in in the game. I, I, you know, I'm 50, 50 hours in, roughly. Yeah. Um, uh, and, but I... No offense to you, Duke. I, I did enjoy it. I did think it was good, but I I just think I'm too late to the to the party for that's, it. So, I
0: understand that. And uh, Fallout 4 is less than a month away. Woo-hoo.
3: Fallout 4 is less than a the month away. There's plenty of other games to be getting on with. Maybe I'll go back to it one day, but I very much doubt that I will get... I don't care about the DLCs. I don't really care about the, the missions that I've... That I've missed. I mean, fifty hours for a game. Let's take it. Let's take out the equation that it's Fallout. Fifty hours for a game is plenty, okay. you know. And I feel like I've played it enough and I enjoyed it. And if someone says to me, "Did you play Fallout New Vegas?" I have a valid opinion on the game.
0: Oops, I was so, on uh, it's a, a month and six days. Yeah, I was going to do <laughs> asterisk yeah. more than a month away.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah we, yes, and there's there's other games to be getting on with. So you know that there's um, there's obviously the, the which three and and bloody Metagears Solid, and all sorts of different games that I wanted to try. Um, so uh, Assassin's Creed uh. Syndicate later this month. Assassin's Creed Syndicate and glitched on all of us. Uh, Where you can no. fall through the ceiling. Fall through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Anyway, Anyway, <laughs> um, I want to talk about uh, my my favourite game of the year is is so far has been uh, Batman Arkham Knight. i mm. will yes. be very open mm. about this. Batman Arkham Knight is, is by far the best game of the year for me until this week uh this week it has changed and and stew sort of thinks that it's a game what do you think it is stew the game there you what go what do you think it is just say it just say it what do you mean what do i what do I think it is is a game think it's a certain game no you think it's a game you think you know what what this game is but i'm going to prove you wrong so just say it <laughs> I mean, like a
2: third-person action oh, for game. for fuck's sake! Oh, oh. What do you think the game? When I said best game of the year, what did you think it was? Oh, sorry, I thought it was going to be Rocket League.
3: Yes, you thought it was going to be Rocket League, and understandably you because I was talking about it a lot. Me, then. Yeah, I really, but the, the the thing that throws you off is, <laughs> I. Magic word. Yes, yeah, exactly. I, um, I I've bought this game on Steam and I'm playing it, so that but it, it can't be Rocket League. Uh, because I don't have a PS4. I don't have a gaming PC. Um, so, it, yes, it's... it's Unfortunately, it is Rocket League, I'm afraid. I have bought it on Steam. And, uh, and the way I'm playing it is, at work, we might have a PC that might be able to play it. And I might be bringing my controller in every fucking day to play it. And... There might be a, a, a PC in storage that will be able to play this game once I move and I'm taking it home. Ooh. But never mind. Yeah. I, uh, but this, this, PC, this PC I'm taking home isn't a gaming PC by any means, but it can play Rocket League. That's you, know, you it turn. I, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Right? <laughs> I started by putting Windows on my goddamn Macintosh. So I, I've been playing Rocket League um, and I, I was sort of in debates when, when, I, when I went to EGX. I was constantly thinking about, is this going to be my favorite game of the year? Um, I don't think it's going to be Batman. I don't think it's going to be Batman. I kept on I kept on telling me myself about, you know, I kept on saying, no, it's, it's not as good as Batman. Uh, and then I finally concluded, yes, it is. Uh, there's something about the game that uh, won't leave me alone. Like, I can't get away from it. And it's it's fantastic it's fantastically social. Uh, I, I, I there's something about it when you get the controller in your hand, the, the the car does exactly what you want it to do. I feel like a lot of people, especially people that don't play games very much, um, play a game and they're frustrated when the character of the car doesn't do what they want them to do. Whereas in Rocket League, it's not about um, can the car do what you want it to do. It's like how can the car do what you want it to do you know eventually you will learn how to sort of get to that ball quicker or uh, fly up to the ceiling and so on and it's just a game that keeps on giving it's it I, I also looked at why rocket league is so much better than the first game that came out which is supersonic power car something um and uh yeah there's 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 lots of different reasons but i think mainly it comes down to to just more polish and a little bit shinier. and, Sorry, Chitty, and is this
0: one-on-one or three-on-three or four-on-four?
3: So, yeah, I should explain. I assume that everybody knows what this game is, so I'll just explain for the people that don't, have no idea and just heard. Uh, it's it's remote control cars uh, and football put together, and I'm not a massive football fan. And the cars I'm not can to, jump around just for the rest of The cars can jump around. You can double jump on the cars. So on the first jump, you can't... you. you just jump in the air depending on the momentum of where your car is going on the second jump that's when you can actually rotate the car forward left right back any direction and um you also have a boost and so what this boost allows you to do is you can you can actually fly with the boost so if you jump and aim the car so the nose is pointing upwards, and boost. Your car will fly, and so on and so forth. The edges—it's basically a big football field, it's a very empty uh, court that you know pitch that you have to play on. And the the walls are curved, so you, you, your, your your momentum never stops. Uh, everything, all the edges are curved. Um, yeah, and 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 to answer your question, Duke, it is one v one, two v two, three v three, or four v four. Uh, it is cross-platform as well, so the PS4 players can play PC players, which is very unusual, and um, it was free for PlayStation Plus uh, the, when it came out, and he's £15 uh, on Steam, and it will be coming to the Mac uh, Steam Play very soon, and they've not officially announced it, but said it will most likely, definitely come to other current-gen platforms, i.e. the Xbox one. So it, they haven't given a date for that. Uh it, yeah i I think there's some sort of thing in in place with the whole playstation plus thing so whatever um yeah it's fantastic it's great Uh, there was a this is the second game in the series the first game i will get the name of uh i'll get it keep talking yeah basically the the, the difference between this game and the the second one is that the, the name for the first one is ridiculous so i think that's sort of its first hurdle also, the first one's a lot more sort of complex.
0: Their first it's um, called Vampire Hunter the Dark Prophecy. I don't think that's it. It was Then they made yeah. Unreal Tournament 2004, and then they made Monster Madness Grave Danger, and then they made the game you're talking about, supersonic
3: acrobatic rocket-powered
0: battle cars.
3: That's it. Jesus uh, Christ, that's so a mouthful. <laughs> the other thing that they changed, obviously the graphics look better, the controls are better on the cars... Um and and sort of the overall style of the game. It's got a very sort of neon uh lights sort of futuristic look to it now, whereas the other one was very vanilla and, and plain. Um but I think sort of where they've uh really sort of worked it all out is the simplification of it all yeah. the, the 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 court the pitch on the first games there was a traditional sort of empty football court but there was also other courts like u-shaped courts with little hills and divots and so on um, and the the there's there's other complications like you know that, oh the, there's no ball cam so ball cam basically is the camera locks to the ball um and you can also turn this off by pressing the y or the triangle button and that turns ball cam off and, and it sort of controls like a normal third person car game then. But ball cam just allows you to know where the ball is at all times and it's always just in view. So, And it's really easy to see where it is as well. So it just helps that 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 little bit more and it's it's just polished it's, the game is just a lot more polished and they've said this already they um it doesn't have an offside rule dan hardly done asked it doesn't have an offside rule it's that simple there are little boost pads on the floor so that's how you collect your boost boost points you know you have 100 boost points and you get used up um there's all sorts of different tactics, tactics you can do with the game. You know, if you run out of boost and you want to sort of project yourself forward a little bit more, you can do a somersault forward, and that will get you faster instead of just driving there. Um, and really good players are very—they're uh, amazing to watch. You know, they—they they can fly to the ball while it's in the in midair and all sorts. Um, I I can't stop thinking about this game. I I love it. I just adore Rocket League. I, I think it's uh, brilliant. I I. I it, there's just something about the way it feels, the when you play it. Stu, you've played
2: this. I have played this. Yes, it's very good. It's very good. I've, yeah, it is. I haven't played any competitive online stuff. I've only played like on my own just to get my head around how it all operates.
3: It's. Um, and, and
2: we was talking about.
3: the 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 pitch and 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 you know like competitive play right i mean and and you know matt weston from matt weston reviews you know matt we do i know matt absolutely climbed on this game by the way you know matt weston doesn't really adapt to many games you know halo wars took a bit of introduction but once he's in the game he's in you know his games are formula one fifa halo wars and broken sword for some reason and uh I, you know, I've, he heard a little bit about Rocket League before. You know, people were talk. people talk about this game that don't play games very often. You know, he heard about Rocket League on an Aston Villa forum, right? So, that is funny. It's, 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 my brother has heard about Rocket League. And again, you know, my brother is a gamer, but he heard about Rocket League from work, uh, from a guy that, that plays a ton of it. And he's like, I've heard about this Rocket League. You know, it's one of these games that's like, I've heard about it. I've heard about it. And, um, i I can't emphasize enough how important it is that you just play it, you know, like you watch it and you go, yeah, I get it, you know it's it's, it's good, it looks good and i have always been interested in myself, but until I played it until i actually like put my hands on a control and played it it's that's when you go, Yeah, this is fantastic, you know this is perfect for local co-op online co-op you can do you know single screen, split screen, three screen four screen uh all online. And uh, it's great, and there's no disadvantage to the car. There's no difference in the car. Sorry, there's it's purely
2: listening. No, you can you can get yeah, you can get new shells for them and all that kind of stuff. But it makes no difference to the way the game plays. You rank up, you have a true rank as well, and you, you
3: can get different paint jobs like matte paint, gloss paint. You can get artwork for the cars. You get hats. You can have a little fez or a little like, top hat or whatever. Uh, you know, a little flag. So it's all just aesthetics, you know, just to sort of jazz up your car a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, and there are different pitches. There are different maps. Uh, but, you know, it's it's all just the sort of where it is. You know, sometimes the background is in an arena. Sometimes it's in, like, a big mountain vista. You know, it's, it's, there's no real change to the, the geometry of the map that you play in. And, uh yeah, it's it's all in the it's it, we, yeah. Me and Matt was talking about you know would would a different sort of court work? Would a different map work? And, and I said, well, you know, football and basketball and hockey, they're all played on a, a big open. You know, there's no fucking divots and hills on those. You know, like even snooker and pool. You know, it's it's all on this on this empty playing field. And the drama happens within the within the rectangle. You know what I mean? That's where the 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 drama happens. The drama of the the teams, you know, the the goals, how great the saves are, that all happens in the space. And if you sort of complicate that and add heels and divots and stuff, it sort of detracts it a little bit. It takes away the skill and adds a lot more luck. There is a lot of luck in this game, but you know, it it just makes it so simple that it really
2: comes down to a lot of skill, you know. And people can yeah. Get I was very- just gonna say, I think I think what what makes this game so accessible is that anyone can pick up and play it. You know what I mean, and you get yeah, you get your head around it straight away what you've got to do. Yeah. But when you get good at it, it's all the little nuanced stuff, you know, all the flips and the sort of timing your jumps and timing your boosts and all that make the difference.
3: Yeah, the the little tip that I that I learned from i I've been watching a few YouTube videos on tips and stuff, right? And a little tip that I picked up is if you're defending, because when people first play Rocket League, they play it like um like little children do when they play football. You know, when you, you see little children playing football, they just basically are just a big crowd of kids surrounding the ball, following it all the way around the pitch. You know, they just run at the ball, don't they? Okay. Um, and wh- as they get older, as the kids get older, you see they spread out a little bit more. And that's what happens with Rocket League, is people don't all of a sudden just try and hit the ball all the time. You know, if it's a, especially if it's a 4v4, you know, it, it, it pays to sort of, hey, let's, let's just hang back and wait. For the right time to get in you know let' let 's make sure that I, I defend make sure there 's one person up front, one person behind and yeah the, the, the one of my hot tips was if you 're in goal, uh, make sure that you 're not make sure you side on you know you know how a goalie would normally stand in a, in, a, in a goal is he 's just facing forward, um, but in rocket league it 's better to be side on, put your car side on because you have more mobility so rocket league is oh, oh. Uh, By far, do they have the Spanish language announcers from Univision? No, they don't. I mean, there are plenty of Twitch channels and so on that have um, very good, high quality, broadcast quality um, commentary and uh, coverage in terms of camera angles. And they have a broadcast cam. You know, they have obviously they can swap between each car and they. They have the teams and they they comment and and they know all the terms and, and moves and stuff. It's, it's it's picked up very quickly. Um, so you can watch the, you can watch the game like that and you do appreciate sort of how good these people are once you played it. Um, and it does have you know some sound effects and cheering and things like that, but it doesn't have like the full on goal and so sort of, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Do you know? Funnily, you know, watching this it makes you. Realise that you know when we played stick Bowl, that, that's got a similar addictive nature to it, hasn't it? and in a simplicity. Do you know what I mean? The, the dodgeball game. Yeah, I I, I just and think I, uh, I, I I yeah where
3: I, I suppose stick Bowl is doesn't really um, give you that sort of space for skill, whereas with this game there's there's a ton of space for skill.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. But stick Bowl is just a down out. Fun, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's just crazy just fun. fun. What are you talking about that game? For? Yeah. No, I'm just saying it just reminds me of it though. You know, <laughs> like, like no, that sort of, talk talk of. About this game. Silly, you I have play.
0: not played Rocket League. If they had a demo, I would totally play it. I'm not ready to invest the twenty dollars in it, but I am. a good things, and I will probably play it at some point. It's
1: good. I played it at Chris's when I was over in the UK. We played maybe a half hour of it. Um, you we ended sell. up playing Tower Fall. That was That's, what we played like the whole time I was there, but rocket league yeah you could tell immediately like you said it's just it's the kind of a game you can pick up and play immediately and you can just tell like oh this just works really well
2: yeah yeah it does i mean chinny let me ask you this though yeah uh, what would you what would i mean we know it's is what is it 15 pounds 15.99 on yes. steam uh-huh so what what would you have been willing to pay for it though would it be fifteen? Or would you have been willing to pay more I think I think I probably won't go much more because it is
3: it is a multiplayer game. You know, it is just there is you can play bots and stuff, um, and the bots are pretty good for practice. And, and I certainly played against bots when I first picked it up. Um, and there's plenty of tutorials in there, so it's a, it's a well polished game. I think 20 pounds I would have parted with and not felt like it was overpriced. Um, just because I think it's the game of the year I don't think that you know there's, a, there's always a certain price for a game you know what I mean like, yeah yeah, yeah. that's why I'm asking I'm asking because normally yeah, no, we I, go down don't we you
2: no, know we no, say it's worth less
3: I, th- I think you know well well, Matt's a good example because Matt is a tight fucker right he doesn't really part with his money very well <laughs> uh, it's true it's true no it's like oh <laughs> it's, it's like fucking hell like if, you know I could save 50p if I, I, I could take these 15 vouchers you know what I mean like fucking you know, hell who cares yeah because um, it's your brother but, Matt <laughs>
2: yeah, it's me. It's like me. No,
3: this is my <laughs> my business partner man. Um, okay. But the uh, yes, you know, he's, he's he's very tight with his money, and he, he, we brought Jamie uh, our animator who you met at uh, ejects by the way, is you? Uh, yeah, I met I met him at I'm party I'm well. your
2: party. Yeah, I'm he's at the Volgus as
3: well. And he um, he, was. he was the guy that brought his PS4 in. He he was very he was sick of me talking about Rocket League, and how I wanted to play it. And he said, "Fuck it, I'm going to break in the office, and I'm going to make you play it." And and that's pretty much the downfall of uh, of the business. Uh, so the, the, uh, well, just, are you getting any work done? Yeah, we're getting work done. We play, we play it <laughs> when it's, when the, when the day's over. So we, um, yeah, he, he brought it in and, and he, he, he showed it to us and, and, uh, obviously he got it for free, but Matt was playing it and, and, and he was liking it as well. And he didn't think anything of parting with 15 pounds. You know what I mean? He didn't even See, bat an eyelid.
0: Probably, he didn't you, blink.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah just, and, and yeah. he's, he's Mr. Tight. He's like, oh God, we can save.
4: 15
3: yeah. p. If we uh, if we run a marathon, I'm like fuck this. Um,
2: <laughs> it's true. Over that deal is yeah, It's very disproportionate. That is, isn't it? You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a bit like that. But uh, yeah,
3: you know, he, he had no problem putting money with it, and and I don't even own a PC that can play it, and I still bought it because I can play it at work. Uh, it, you know, it's just yeah. It's, I'd say twenty pounds would be in the higher sort of. Remit of what I would pay, but I'd probably still pay it. If it got any more than that, I'd be like, They're a bit
2: cheeky, but fifteen's a good price for it. Very good price. Yeah, no, I think you've got the price point totally right, and people will just buy it, won't they? And just play yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I,
3: I, I, I'm sure on Steam I could have a look on sort of how long I've played it, um, but it's uh, maybe you can, Duke, you can have a look, but
2: yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think also with the, you know, with eSports e- e- getting ever more popular, this is a perfect game for that, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yes, like with sure. people play Yeah, you know what I mean. This is it, no, isn't pretty, it? Really? I've already
3: played eight hours according to Steam. You
2: know, I've already. Jesus I'm
0: Christ! Just gonna eight point eight hours.
3: Eight point eight hours. Yeah. You know, I I only bought it like I think Tuesday or something. So like a
2: day ago. Yeah. So it wasn't
3: <laughs> very long. It's it's a Imagine,
2: this is this is one of those games, but especially when you're playing with friends, that like, you could just lose a whole ton of time too, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Very good. Right. On that note, we have got one very quick email, and then we'll have to do oh, some shout-outs.
4: Oh, the Whoa,
2: that ruled! I mean, first of all, I have to thank uh, Derek Sines because he's giving me an in. He's giving me an in for this show. He has. Uh, anyway, his, his email is entitled Virtually Unrealistic. He says, hi, veteran gamers. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, now that the post-EGX dust has settled, can we officially declare that VR oh, God. headset idea dead on arrival, or at least Thanks as far as, as traditional it's not just video games? Our concern. I bet even Stewie's losing interest. Nope. <laughs> no I'm not. I think, uh, I think this is per- I think it's uh, uh I think that the VR AR fad will die a fast death, much like three D TVs in the Microsoft Connect. i uh, I certainly like to hear the thoughts of anyone in the opposing camp. Uh well I'm probably that only that person here. I don't know what Seth's uh, feeling is on, on VR.
1: Oh I'd be in the opposing camp.
2: There you go. So it's just me. <laughs> I'm the only person.
1: No, no, um, I'd be with I'd be thinking that it has a future.
2: Uh, okay, okay, okay. It's so Seth, you're with me. Why we, it's just shush. <laughs> Seth's with me. Yeah, yeah. About and
0: look, right.
2: I agree. Right, we talked a little bit about this on the on the on the show mediax Right, it, the the point of entry is a problem. Okay, and I think that's going to be the case for for all three. Only the, only guy Bill play it. Yeah, of all three VR headsets that are coming out, um, you know, I've I still can't see a massive future, I'm being really honest, uh, for the Sony VR uh, headset. Because... Totally
1: agree.
2: Yeah, the problem that they've got, and, uh, you know, we talked about this, you talked about this, Chinny. You know, I've you mentioned it, yeah. this after trying it Yeah, after trying it out. That they're always going to be stuck with a PS4 as the thing to run it. Yeah. Now, I don't know what's in the actual headset, whether that's got stuff inside it that can, you know, make it more powerful you know what i mean and that that sort of supplements what the ps4 is delivering to it i don't know all i can say is from using that particular headset it was probably the least impressive of the three that i've tried it it was it was very blurry the 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 resolution just didn't seem right somehow it just seemed a bit off um i mean as far as actual frames and stuff it, it it was fluid enough and the head tracking seemed to work really really well but, I don't know, it just, it just didn't feel as polished as the other two. You know, and that's maybe the issue. As far as Steam VR, and I said this as well, I don't know whether it was just the demo that was impressive. And, that, you know, if that demo had been on Oculus, it would have just been as impressive. I don't know. Or whether they can do the virtual room thing, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Because I believe with Steam SteamVR, they, you, you put sensors up in your living room so it can track where you're stood. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to with Oculus, it's just a headset. So I don't know whether that does all that other cool stuff as well. Um, but Steam VR by far and away is the most impressive thing I've, I've actually done as far as VR is concerned. Uh, but I don't know. I really don't know. I think there there is a future, and I think the point of entry will be high, and I think it's going to take. I, I think it's going to be five years before this is something that a lot of people have adopted. Is what I would say. I think mean, yeah, it's going to be least, a long time. At least, yeah. Yeah, very. Yeah, the very before you could consider it mainstream or or even remotely popular. I think mean, it's going to take a long, long time. That being said, uh, the the graphics card you require the G you know GTX nine seventy are coming down in price. I've seen one for as little as two hundred and nine pounds this week. And as
0: soon as they do, you're going to have more high end specs required.
2: No, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think there might be some... Yeah, maybe there'll be some experiences that require something higher at some point in the future. When have game developers but, ever done that sort of thing? I know. But at the moment, I don't think that's going to be an issue, you know? Uh, but SteamVR itself, I mean, I spoke to the guy after trying it out, and he hinted that this is it's going to be a very expensive headset, you know? Uh, a lot more than what, what Sony's saying that, you know, or hinting that theirs is going to be. It's going to be a lot more expensive than that. So we'll have Sony to wait. language, to it'll be
1: the price of a console, which I don't think they mean yeah. the PS4 necessarily, but just using that terminology tells you at least a couple hundred, three hundred bucks.
2: Yeah, and I, I mean, I said to the guy, you know, in my opinion, when they're saying a the new console launch, because that's how they described it. I, I would be saying around, in the UK, probably 250 to £350. Pounds. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said to the guy at SteamVR, and he said, you know, they're not talking price, but, you know, knowing what I know, it's going to be a lot more expensive than that, were his words. Oh, wow. So he's saying SteamVR is going to be way more expensive than that. And the other issue that you've got, like, with SteamVR, you, there's, there's two... I, I got to use, like, the the weird handheld controller things. Which which work really really well within the virtual space, but they're a separate thing you have to buy oh, on yeah. top of the cost of the headset. So to get the full experience, you'd need those, but to get them, you've got to buy them separately to the to the headset. It doesn't come as a bundle, as far as I'm aware. You know, and then, I don't know. They're just segmenting stuff, so the experiences that you're gonna get are gonna be different depending on what hardware you have bought. Yeah, uh, so I mean, I don't
1: know. My, my guess is just that you know, it could have it could have a pretty rocky launch for all these companies in the gaming sphere early on, because like you said, if they just are nickel and diming people and it's basically just a really, really, only your early adopter people who are willing to put down 700 bucks and all this stuff are going to be able to do it, you know, and that's not good. But I think when a company like Facebook spends a couple billion on Oculus and when Steam really decides to get behind something, I mean, I think they're in it kind of for the long haul. And I think... These, both VR and AR have a lot of uses outside of games. So the more they can expand that and kind of get different revenue streams and different really good uses for them, I I think they're going to be around. I think this is finally the time where they're just we're kind of at the edge of it where it can start being viable as a commercial product for a bunch of different industries.
2: Yeah, I agree. And the other the other thing, I mean, I recently watched a a demo on uh, YouTube for Steam VR, a different one to what I played. Well, I don't even know what you could call it playing it, um. But basically, it was someone just experienced it. Yeah, experienced it. Just but it, experience. the, the 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 demo I watched was some guy and they recreated like a Scottish moor with like mountains and stuff around him. So it was like stood somewhere else. And I think that's where Facebook sees stuff like this going. You know, rather than video oh, games, you see experience.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, They see it more as a a virtual way of going to places that you'd never be able to visit. Yeah, I mean, there's already uh,
1: big sports leagues, like NBA, NBA has been in talks with basically figuring out a pricing package that would make sense of having a camera that's right down on the court, and you can pay... Still yeah, a fair amount, like, but you can like you know can move your head around and you can see basically a live streaming virtual reality experience of an NBA game yeah, like
2: you're sat at the game. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you're sat uh, the watching the game live. If you're not in the, but,
1: the NBA, who cares? But if you're in the NBA, that's really neat.
2: Yeah, people would love that kind of stuff, won't they? Porn. You know what I mean?
1: You hate to, you know and that's not to go to porn, but yeah, porn industry always makes a big difference in virtual reality. Eventually, I'm sure there's going to be stuff it'll Not make so. a lot of money Oh yeah. and then uh so the the uh oh, what's it even called now the microsoft one what's the the augmented reality
2: hololens yeah yeah. HoloLens. yeah. hololens that
1: got so much buzz at e3 i didn't even get to see it but a lot of people were actually saying they were surprised they didn't expect to like that but they said that was the thing that kind of stood out to them even more than oculus and stuff like that but my uncle who i assume has not played a video game since the original Nintendo or Atari or something. He's not a gamer in any stretch of the imagination. He works for a company that writes technical manuals for John Deere uh, tractors and stuff. And he said they have just gotten their first HoloLens things from Microsoft because they're finding that that is actually better than virtual reality when they start making these interactive manuals to send worldwide where you don't need translatable language as much. You just have... Somebody can be there.
0: Okay, hey, hey, Seth, you just gave me a really good reason why VR could be useful.
1: Yeah, and then they can they can show them like you know they can manipulate the parts in 3D of how to put something together before they're actually doing it on the tractor. So like it, Makes they sense. they have real uses outside of just games.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's where the big market's going to be. Really, it is interesting. But I mean, just coming back to the porn uh, comment you made. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Let's I got go to the porn. No, Let's do okay. attention there. The only reason I'm bringing it back to that is because there ain't going to be none of that on Sony VR, is there? No. So you know, if 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 these, yeah, Oculus and Steam VR, you're probably going to get that kind of stuff. So they are potentially going to be more successful as a result. (laughs) So there you go. Um, yeah, it's interesting, but like I say, I do think there's a future. I don't think it's dead on arrival, but it's going to take a long time before it's it's picked up by the mainstream. I would have said. And and there'll be, don't get me wrong, I think there'll be sort of, you know, like you go to a bar now or you go to, you know, a restaurant and stuff. There'll be places that have these, you know, where you can go and pay to have a go of them or whatever, you know, before the sort of everybody and the dog has got one.
1: And and I would say still, even though I do think it has a future, I'm still not sold on it as something, an experience that I would want to have on a regular basis. Like, I don't know. Even like, you know, the next Elder Scrolls, which would be this amazing immersive experience. I'm not sure if I want to sit there with this thing on my head for hours and hours and hours as opposed to just watching it on my television. So I'm I'm not totally sold on it. But I do think some of those big companies, Mm. once it becomes more economically viable, they'll try to make their games in a way that kind of can be on the TV and provide a good VR experience to try to hit both markets eventually. But that might be, you know, five, six, seven, eight years away.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, like I say, when I did the Steam VR demo, it is the it's the first one I've played where I really did. I mean, the the elite dangerous one with Oculus last year was was really cool and really clever. But the Steam VR, and you know, like I keep saying, it was probably just the way they would structured the demo. But I I did forget that I wasn't really in that. It, it had my brain totally tricked that I was stood in that space. You know, in the, in the virtual space, and it was very, very clear. It was it was almost seamless. Do you know what I mean? And and the fact that you could walk around in this virtual room was just really weird. You know, even though I knew I wasn't really in that room, my brain like was, experience was yeah. My brain was totally tricked that I was stood in that room. And at one point in the demo, the the floor collapses underneath you. And you just find yourself scuttling backwards away from it, even though you know it's not really falling, and you're not really. It's so engrossing. It was. (laughs) It was very. It was very cool. It was very cool. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I the only
1: one I've ever tried was the little uh, the Samsung VR gear, whatever that's like powered by Oculus, but it's just with a phone, you know. So it's not very high fidelity. And even that well actually so the one they have that is really high fidelity is just where it's a video. So it's not processing things on the fly. It's just but it's like a video in you know, the it it looks like it's all around you and you're like you're in a hut in Tibet and then you're like is you it, know, Jabba? you're someplace in California and then all of a sudden you're on top of a mountain and it's just like it, it was really neat. It is neat, but it's you'd still have to kind of see like the uses like how it really works in games and It'd
0: be cool if it was Job of the Hut in Tibet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There you go. Well, you're inside of the Oh yeah. Uh but yeah, it's very cool. So I i definitely see a future for it, but it's gonna be a long time coming. Gonna be a long time. So thank you for your for your email as always, Derek. And uh on that note we need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of out Hey! Whoa, 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 whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 what, what number episode is it next week?
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. oh, it's a Special yeah. episode. This is going to be a new experience. It's a whole three. <laughs> we're sending out um, HTC, HTC
3: Veteran Gamers. Veteran we're Gamers episode
1: net. 300 only available on Oculus Rift. We're, send, there you go. we're
3: sending out <laughs> <net> HTC Vives <laughs> to every single listener. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, you get an HTC TV. You get an HTC yeah. You get an HTC.
2: Duke doesn't even know what he's called. Nope. <laughs> oh, no, I don't care. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, 300 next week. So, yeah, we look. This if you, is Veteran Gamers. If you want to be on as a guest, right, if you want to come on and say hello, you know, you've got to have. Tell us what you've been playing. So, you've got to think some games to talk about. What was the other thing? There were some rules, Chini. What were the rules? Yes. Uh,
3: the, the rules that Stuart has forgotten is make sure you email remember. us uh, at podcast
2: at uh um, That's it.
3: Uh, if you, if you,
2: you, could message, you you could message us on Facebook, couldn't you could you message do us those. on
3: Facebook or sort of d- d- DM us on uh, or at reply us on Twitter if you well if you're lazy. Um, but, but don't the, just put um, it out there because people won't see it. Yeah, don't just put a message <laughs> in the <laughs> bottom and throw it. Yeah, in Chris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: Chris. Yeah. Um, yeah, Don't do, Chris. son of a bitch. Bet I do. do Chris, a
0: scumbag,
3: <laughs> ass face. <laughs>
2: um,
3: hey, Chris. Fuck so, yourself. Scatterbrain. <laughs> Anywho, um, yes, have something to talk about. Tell, tell us about we what you, Chris what you've been playing. Yeah, tell us, Everybody hit Chris. Yeah, tell, tell us about uh, you know your your favorite game of the year or what you're playing right now that you can't stop playing or your worst game of the year. Something interesting, uh, not like us boring fucks. And then uh, tell us something about the show, like how you first came across the show, what you think of Duke because he's hate loud. This. What you hate about the show. Um, yeah. Just rate like Duke that. on a
1: scale of 1 to 10.
3: Yes. and yeah. uh, Or A, B, and, C, D, or F. How about that since and, I'm a teacher? And that's it. And then just be available uh, next Sunday, which is
2: the date is on a and Sunday, which 11th? is the 11th. The 11th, I was um, I was going to suggest that we start a little bit earlier because sometimes we do go on a bit later, don't that's they? True. So that's so true. so so we could either start maybe at, maybe at eight. We, let's maybe start at eight at 8:00 8:00 p.m. GMT. So be around. Yeah, we start, we start eight, early. Yeah. we'll
3: we'll put up a thing on Facebook and Twitter, uh, and and try and keep doing it throughout the week so people will eventually see it. Um but yes, eight PM GMT and, and just sort of be around on Skype, make sure we've got your Skype name, send that to us as well. And um yes, and then we'll we'll try and get you in. That sounds good.
2: On the show. That sounds very good. Yes. We'll get you in.
3: And we have to we have to move along so we you we won't be on the show forever. Uh no. unfortunately. Like Seth today was um, but um, you know, we, we we'll get you in. Give up you up think. The promo copies of the game
0: that you've made. That's right, entirely by yourself. <laughs> <And> Seth did top <laughs> <Off> to <the> bottom. <laughs> Sketch about the.
3: Um. Yes, and Seth has very kindly offered to pay for many copies for everybody that comes on the show. Thank you, sir. Yay.
2: Yeah, Seth. Yay! Seth didn't know about
3: that, but oh, no, sorry, no, we're not, we're not <laughs> that doing that.
2: Man. Um, but yeah, just come on, chill out, relax, you know what I mean? Fucking just relax, you know what I mean? There you go, chill. Uh, yeah, so do all of that stuff that Ginny said, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, do all that. Um, <laughs> do all that. Uh, as far as shout outs for me, uh, I'm just going to shout out uh, Jason because he did very kindly uh, send me a Rainbow Six Siege beta code. Oh, yeah. Uh, he did. Man, but um, man, but unfortunately unfortunately it was region locked so it wouldn't allow me to use it it went oh. no you cannot use this piss off uh so i did try so yes but thank you for the thought it was a nice thought by. thank Samuel you for that solution. much love thank you. and i've got to say obviously a big big thank you to Seth. thank you good uh, much love i'm in charge uh, of the
0: sounds here
2: yeah what's going on here uh, big thanks to Seth to join us tonight and just chat about his game and just chat in general. It's always good to have Seth on the show. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, and I think that's Thank it. Thank you, really. Seth. That's, we that's love it. You, and Seth. And obviously all the people who listen and all that jive. You know, people who are in the chat and people who listen live and people who listen after live and people who... And obviously Chini again for all his hard work this week. You should have mentioned that yet again because he did do a lot of shit this week. Dan, uh, Dan, so hardly there, Dan yeah. said he's in. Dan's in the chat. Count said him in. Is. Dan is in. Dan is in. So we've got one caller at least. Got one that's caller good. at least. Go at least Bongo one. said that he'd come on as well. There you go. Bongo on 2 Uh we'll come over to the guest, which is Seth next. Seth, what are you what are your shout outs?
1: Well, right back at you guys. Thanks for having me. It's always fun to be on. Um I wanna shout out the uh, the sky shines bedlam guys. Uh, <laughs> never get Never. Yeah, I mean go go check it out in Steam. Like like
2: you said, you know, if you
0: All right, alright, alright. We didn't bring you in here just do a big ad.
2: Yeah, smells like fucking plugs. Jesus Christ!
1: If you if you hate it within two hours, you can always get your money back. Apparently, so uh, yeah. that's true. It's true. Yeah. Give it a shot. It's uh, it's it's got beautiful art. It's got nice animations, and uh, it's I'll do that tutorial on the veteran Games Twitch channel. So if you're hearing yeah, this, Tuesday, it'll already posted it up on there.
2: Yeah, and, we don't know what time. We'll have to sort out time and stuff, but we'll we'll yep. figure that out.
1: Uh, and I will shout out. This is this is a cheesy one. So I am 35 years old, and I have never in my life—I guess maybe when I was like four or five years old—I guess you could count the family dog as kind of my dog—but I have never had a pet. I've always been sort of anti-pet, not like other people's pets in a bad way, but just never. Fuck
4: you, pets! <laughs> but never seeing
1: <laughs> the utility as much and the cost that's involved and everything. And I recently got a little kitten. Aww. And I am, and I'll tell you, it's like I might as well I be tasted. like it. You're I might back. as well be a 12-year-old girl because it's my first pet experience, and I'm just fawning over her, and I talk in a little cat voice sometimes, and oh, I'm, I'm absolutely ridiculous. And I'm looking at her right now, and she's so adorable, I want to
2: puke. Why Why the bit, though? I'm sorry, right? All it.
0: right. just, yeah, just it. Nice moment where Stu goes, oh, that's adorable. That's great. Jesus yeah, Christ. Like,
2: oh, kittens. Wait, what the hell? What, what? Kittens are cute and all right, but they grow into freaking cats. That so All they want to do is okay, scratch so the shit out of you. That's what they do.
1: Yes. No, well, this one's. She's very sociable. Like she's. But...
2: Oh yeah, she is now. Wait till <laughs> she's a fully grown cat, right? And she's any port in a storm because someone gave her some food and she never comes back again. I'm telling you, that's what cats do. Fuck you, do. Yeah, no, fuck cats.
1: No, actually, you want a little? You want a quick little story a time? Here's what has, a cat you says can tell
2: The human a cat has broken to heart. Uh,
1: I got a quick no, little story no, time. no. My right?
2: auntie, right? Sorry, I'll just, I'll just clarify. My auntie had a cat, right? And it was the most evil cat you ever met, right? And it would come up to you and be all friendly and, like, rub against your leg and all that shit, right? Then it'd jump up on your lap and you're like, oh, that's nice. And then the next thing you knew, its claws were in your thighs as deep as they would go and it would just look at you with this, like, evil look on its face. Like, it's like, I got you, you (laughs) tit. Yeah, that's why I don't like cats. Horrible things. Yes. (laughs) Sorry.
1: <laughs> uh Chris Chris MJW has it's a 9-year-old cat. It's it's, it's full on cat, not kitten and it is a very sweet, loving cat. So I think it depends partly on their their genes, partly on when, how much time they oh, spend with no. mother, other.
2: No. Partly
1: on yeah. how you uh, how you actually interact with them. But here's the little story of this kitten. I'll make it very brief. We were thinking about so I'll also shut up my girlfriend cuz she had a cat and kind of got me into cats and I was we were looking for this cat. My last And, and found this little one on uh, on Craigslist and then contacted them they told us the story she's she's over 4 months old she's only like just a little over 2 pounds and which is abnormally small so when the kitten the, the mom first had the kittens everything was fine and the kittens were fine they're nursing on the mom and you know they don't need the adults to do anything so they had to leave town for a couple of days and when they came back this little kitten had found a weird spot in the carpet, and like a loose spot, and burrowed under it and could not get out. So for like two days, this little kitten could not eat, couldn't do anything, couldn't get to its mother, couldn't get back out. And they found it, came back, and it was just skin and bones, and it was cold, and it had little sores on its face, and they thought it was dead. Oh. They took it out, and they, they really thought it was dead. They were about to say, well, okay, we're going to go do whatever with it, and then it squeaked.
2: Well, and they I put it, it was in alive. the bin or something.
1: So they brought a, like, they nursed it back with cat's milk and everything and after a few weeks it was able to start nursing on its mom again. And it other than it's that it's undersized, really undersized, it's perfectly healthy and smart and jumps around and climbs on everything, but it's just like this little mini cat, so it's only gonna probably be like four or five pounds at its biggest.
2: Wow. Yeah. Aw. Now you see I feel I do feel a bit like Aw. Oh see now. Yeah.
0: Good. Just leave it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I still hate cats. <laughs> and also the
1: fast wave guys, of
2: course. Yeah,
1: boss, there
3: you go.
2: Over to you, Chini.
3: Yo, oh, Um uh, yes, uh, died. No, no, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Uh, I'd like to shout out God for making me great. Uh, I'd also want to shout what? What's what, What's wrong with that? That's good. Oh, yeah, nothing. That's nothing. to to that. that That's that's pretty much what they believe. So. And he's your uh, dad. He's your yes. dad, man. Yeah. Um, I also want to shout out all our deaf listeners uh, for for hanging in on there. <laughs> they weren't deaf at the
2: beginning of this show,
3: but they are. My
0: one of my friends in the UK has a deaf mom. <laughs> yes, and talking <laughs> about <laughs> like, deaf people. Do people ever do that as as at
1: the end of esports good. matches, like in Rocket League, Kenny? Do you ever hear anybody going, "Hey, I just want to thank God. You know, I just feel like it was really part of His plan yeah. for my team to win Jesus this Rocket League I game do, today."
3: The I do. I do it every show. Now, uh, <laughs> talking about deaf people. <laughs> deaf people. My mother uh, is uh, was sixty five. Two days ago. So, ah, oh, oh, cool. Bless yeah. And we, 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 took her out for her. we took her out for a meal, and for
2: a joke, we didn't bring her back. You know. Uh, just, oh, she, 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 Lord, I've got to ask Chinny Chinny, there was yo, some controversy about where you were taking her. Did it did it work out well? I took her to Jamie Oliver's
3: Italian restaurant in Birmingham. And, That's uh, right. And it's quite an expensive joint, but, you know, she's, she's my mum, so I made her pay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I uh... my, I, no, I didn't do that. I made my dad pay, so it's all good. <laughs> but did she enjoy it? Did she like the place? Because there was a it. worry she that she might not like no. it. No, no. Yeah, my brother was like, "I've never seen her eat Italian food." And I was like, "And what?
3: I've never seen you." eat a pickle but i'm sure you have you have <laughs> um but no no she loved it she she thought it was great uh and you know because the birmingham station's all done out now isn't it? you've seen it um i've seen it she doesn't really catch Me the train too. very often so it was a big oh yeah of course you have as well and um yeah you know we we went there and she doesn't really get, catch the train very much she's a, she's a bus person and i said look look at the train station She was like yeah i'm hungry Sort the fucking food out, Mike. I was like, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> was like, Thank you so much. No, nah, she, she, was, she was grateful and everything. And my dad as well. My dad ran around and saw it. And yeah, it was good. It was it was a good time. And we had fun.
2: Good stuff. So, good 65. Stuff. I know, yeah. Damn, yeah, we all get there eventually. Uh, Duke, probably. over to you.
0: Yeah, I want to shout
2: out everybody who's listening, everybody who uh, was in the video and the
0: audio for the what you call it with the thing and the stuff, and the other things, and everybody
2: listening. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hey. And scosh. Se- Ever. And scosh. That was that was good. Scosh. Um, And that's it. So we need to get a frigging hell out of here, because that was a long show. So listen. Uh, Bye. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. It, edit it, publish it, and ship it. Yes, yeah. that's, that's it. Job done. Can
4: you
2: feel the love I'm on my way.